0: Welcome back, Silly Geese. Honk, honk. Brian Michael in the house. Tattoo artist. Front Street. uh, Drives with Sylvia. He's a wild and crazy guy. He likes to change his hairstyle a lot. None of this is really all that important to this podcast, but you know what it is at this point. Worst intro ever. Sorry, Brian. Roll it. This episode is brought to you by Heatmaker. Heatmaker, literally go fuck yourself, because if you want to buy it, you can't. Just kidding. Um, You can totally still buy it. You just got to wait in line like it's a Nike SB drop, and you're waiting outside the skate shop. But you know what? It's worth it, and I'll tell you why. Because if you buy some fake fucking Heatmaker knockoffs, you're going to look like the dude with fake Jordans, and everyone's going to laugh at you while you walk down the street in shame. (laughs) and also like support the homies right um if you want the best steering for your hearing if you want the best feeling for your feelings if you want the best handling for your bandling (laughs) these ads are so bad (laughs) Um, just, you know what to do, dude, they, also, they, they got t-shirts and other stuff, too, if you don't have a car that they make knuckles for. Heatmaker is just a business trying to get by. Bodie! Hold on! Sorry. Uh, anyway. Heatmaker, bring the heat. Let the heat make your ride. What's the fucking slogan? (laughs) I don't know, whatever, just buy them. well welcome
1: hi how's it going <laughs>
0: long time no see
1: yeah i feel like i'm on a first date right now or something kind of yeah. nervous
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is it is kind of datey it's very yeah. intimate you gotta like get
1: real personal and get to know each other
0: yeah so tell me about your family oh my god jeez <laughs> <laughs>
1: no we're deflecting this we're <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. yeah right. I mean like I don't know usually we just like BS and then if, if it's good I leave it in and if it's not then I just cut it like when it people like actually want to hear us talking about stuff word yeah I
1: didn't know how you did it It seems like you always kind of like run through and everybody touches every crazy subject
0: yeah I don't, it, it kind of works I don't know I don't know how it works but it works Um. yeah so I mean I don't know. Have you ever done a podcast before? No. Well, nope. I'm happy to pop your ch- pod cherry, <laughs> cher- cherry pod. On this first date. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> so we, f- we first started hanging out when you were on your like road trip. Well, I think we'd like seen each other around and stuff, but when you were on your road trip, kind of like during COVID you like built, a like mobile tattoo studio out of your trailer and then like was still able to fit your car in there and like just tour the country and stuff. And I thought that was super cool and I'm like, man, I should probably get him on the podcast and we should talk about it and it's been like a year since I said yeah. that but here we are.
1: No, man, it was it was kind of crazy so I guess really the the whole roots of that it was kind of like, well, staying home it was locked up i was like i don't want to be on long island like if something bad happens i'd rather be in the middle of the desert like in california so i was like max credit line like <laughs> me and my pops like built that thing like all crazy and i was like because we weren't allowed to work i was like well if you're not gonna let me work i'll just go live in slab city with like all the lizard people well, yeah you know but really the root of it was I heard that there was an annual membership at Grange, which I think was like three hundred fifty dollars or something. I'm not mm-hmm. sure three fifty, four fifty.
0: I don't know if they do that anymore, but maybe.
1: Yeah, and that. So then it was like seven dollars a day to drive, and you could camp there. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll live at Grange." Like <laughs> three fifty for the year. I'm like seven times five. I could barely do math. I'm like, whatever. It's like two tattoos a week. I'll survive, and I could just like do some shirts tucked in Casey shit, like, and just live in the desert at Grange.
0: Yeah. No showers.
1: No showers. Just, like, gotta get the gym membership at LA or whatever. (laughs) Craziness. Yeah, man. But what it turned out when I ended up finally getting down there after hanging out with you guys, I pulled up and uh, the Lizard King was down there. And I was like, hey, man, I want to, like, pay for the annual fee and, like, camp. I want to, like, camp here. He's like, no more camping. Like, We're not doing that. These kids have been keeping me up all fucking night, (laughs) just like bugging out. And I was like, "Damn, I probably should have called first before I like (laughs) did this whole plan to just come here and like be completely beat." But no, it was good. It was definitely some craziness, especially like along meeting you guys. You know, that was a crazy part of the trip.
0: Yeah, tell me about Mm -hmm.
1: it. Because we just like jetted out straight to you. And then it's super d at Willows, so that was pretty dope, never that was fun to drive that track, you know, pretty crazy facility,
0: yeah yeah all the all the rest of my team has like been driving that since like the dawn of time, and then I didn't really drive the full track stuff much, and then they were always like, oh that's like that's the shit, like Thunderhill east, so there's East and west and west is like a little bit smaller and i was like oh it's more technical i bet it like it seems like it's more fun or whatever but like getting to go all out on east i was like okay i get i get why they like this it's just like you have to be like precision and it's and it's fast it's very fast too it's, yeah
1: like you come down that straightaway into turn one and it is like you could go on like top of fifth gear just like <laughs> craziness yeah uh, but it was, it was the first time I ever went to a track where it was, like, there was perches and track workers at every turn.
0: Yeah, and you had to, like, watch for flags and stuff. And I could hear
1: every time I spun, I could, like, hear them, like, oh, yeah, here goes another one. And I could hear them roasting
2: <laughs> me on the radio. I'm like, god damn it. Like.
0: Yeah, man. It's, that's how it is. Like, they, they're, defi- they're definitely... <laughs> I had I had the track... Uh, so Jeff Pitts used to run Thunderdrift, and he's like, you know, he's been like a big part of like the drift community in Northern California for a long time. And then during that time, he was actually like working for the track, and he like came up to me. He's like, god uh, can't can't stay out of the dirt, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man, fuck you! Like.
1: like, damn, man, like,
0: yeesh. But he was Not- right. But the track, you know, the track work. Where- he's got a radio, so he can hear like. Uh, red BMW off. And he's like, dude, all I'm hearing today is like red BMW off track. I'm like, all right, like
1: you were going crazy. I have it on my old phone videos of you just flying and doing big entries. And it was either like every other, you'd like hit it perfect, and then it was like, holy crap, bombers in the dirt, <laughs> like running up the grass. I was like, holy crap.
0: <laughs> there was one. There was one where I put tire marks like all the way up to like, um, like the very top of the hill. And someone was like, I forgot we were like eating because you eat lunch and it kind of like looks at turn one. And someone's like, who is was that? And I was like, That was me. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Man, uh, Sorry about that.
1: That was awesome. I remember I was like standing um, at the entry with Julie and we were watching you. And I was just like, He's going crazy right now. I was like, <laughs>
0: Palmer's just fucking going nuts.
1: Man's got a death wish. Yeah, I was having a good time. That was fun, man. Yeah, I remember. I like, I like pulled up the first place I went to in Willows was a Walmart. Cause I was like, I can't, i got to like park and walk into town. Like I can't park this big ass trailer in town. Like, so I like parked and there was like a little overpass ahead, like into town and I'm like walking over and I see like this like person, which I like looked at them and I didn't want to stare. Cause I don't like to stare at people, but I looked and it was like straight up, like Hills have eyes, like little tiny person. rolling by on like a fucking on like a hoverboard like straight past me and i just remember just like what the fuck like where am i right now (laughs) i've never been to california before like other than like going down at grange i guess 2018 when we were down there but that was just like a quick little blip i was like this is my first california experience like drove across the country got here i'm like
0: what the fuck is going on here bro the first place you ended up at was willows like that was your first stop in california yeah yeah it was crazy yeah that'll that yeah it's (laughs) i mean it's willows it's off five so like anything off five like in the in like central california it's like all farmland pretty much yeah so it's kind of like it's kind of similar like all the way like top to bottom off five and then like five runs through Five runs through Sacramento and it runs through Bakersfield and it runs through like and then it goes all the way through like deep through the middle of L.A. So it's like you like depending on where you're at on the five, you could be in like a very different situation. Yeah, they uh, think you
1: think California, you think like surfers and like hot blonde <laughs> chicks. You're like not thinking yeah. like freaky mutant people in like the <laughs> desert, but like that should exist
0: yeah dude and then you go to apple valley and you're like oh turn it up another notch that's
1: like a whole other level like i remember whatever the gatekeeper's name i always call him the lizard man i feel like that's like proper (laughs) name for him like but the lizard man he was telling me like people were breaking in to grange to steal their recyclables like like not like raid them of like the copper pipes like i could understand like like there's certain levels of like crackheadness like that i could be like okay like You want to go steal the copper out of a house. Makes sense. But like, you're going to go and break into a facility, hop a fence to go steal the water bottles, the empty water bottles. Like what's going on out here, bro? Like, I don't know
0: if wine bottles, you can get money for recycling those, but the dude, the dude that lives at that track has a lot of wine bottles sitting out. So
1: maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe that's what was getting stolen yeah
0: you know? I, th- I think that dude's pickled 24 7 man jeez
1: man he's something he was uh when i told him i tattooed he showing me his tattoos he's like i got this tweaker girl on my arm and it's literally like <laughs> i don't know if you've actually looked at his tattoos it's like a pinup girl shooting up meth
0: no like,
2: way syringe
1: like in the fucking arm and he's like can you fix this i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like how like like, what do you mean fix this? Like, remove the needle or, like, just freshen it up? Like, crazy, bro. Yeah, he told me his story. He ended up, so when I asked him and I was, like, about the camping, he was, like, you can't camp here. But he's, like, if you go down, like, to the power line, you make a right, and you head down two miles, like, that's BLM land. You could park there. And I was, like, what is that, like, BLM land? And he's like, he's, like, Bureau of Land Management. He's, like, you could park there 14 days. He's, like. And then after that, all you got to do is move 15 feet. You can stay out there forever. He's like, I was doing that for two years before I got hired here. Like, ended wow. up at Grange.
0: Crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he's just living in the desert. And then he's like, I can get paid to live out here. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Sign he got me the up. best gig. He got the best fucking gig, man. He was like, he was just living out in the fucking desert doing like some nomad shit and ended up at Grange with a job. Like,
0: he needs so nuts. He needs a. He needs a drift car. Imagine how good he'd be! Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, what do you man. think it would be? I, I'm 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 saying it's like there's like no shot. It's not a Camaro. I was thinking IROC. Yeah, <laughs> definitely IROC. Just like a f- a fake IROC.
1: Oh my fucking god! It'd be like. <laughs> every takeover he would just get out there Jeez. yeah yeah man he's something else he's a good dude though he's definitely a good dude
0: yeah he's yelled at me a couple times but he's also been cool to me a couple times so you know that's just how it goes
2: i mean but when i got yelled
0: at i was doing some i was doing some scumbag shit so
1: yeah usually when i get yelled at i deserve to be yelled at so it's like whatever Unless I'm a US air, then I'm just getting yelled at for no fucking reason. You know? <laughs> just getting screamed at. Like, I know damn well you ain't fucking parking there. Like, oh chill, bro. <laughs> like damn Simba told me I could park here. <laughs> Crazy.
0: Could you imagine like owning a track though? Like I would I'd be like livid all the time. I'd be like, I don't even like drifting anymore. Like I hate I hate everyone.
1: Yeah, man. Sometimes it's,
0: being at events, I'm like, Ugh. could you imagine like being responsible for like the place and like getting sued for people being stupid?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want nothing to do with that. I would, I would need to like have like people on management who just like take care of everything. If that was the situation, it would just kill it for you, you know? Yeah, like I don't, just show up and drive. Least, I mean, that's that's, that's crazy though, because if you think about it, some of these tracks they're selling for like what houses are selling for. Yeah, you know. Like you could buy one of them and then build like shipping container houses and just live there with like all your fucking homies, like.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. U.S. Air, I think they, I think it sold for four hundred thousand or something. No, or like maybe it was more than that. I think it was like nine hundred or something. It was like, but it was like under a million dollars, and like that may sound like a lot of money, but like if you think about it, it's a lot of money.
1: But at the same time, some people are like, if it's like, I think Grange sold for like five six yeah like that's that's a house in california and new york like that's a nice house that's, that's not nice even a house,
0: house out here depending on where you're at i mean in in victorville apple valley <laughs> that's a nice house but
1: victorville is on one too that's some crazy <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah, california com- trips me out bro
0: my company was doing work in victorville and i was like Let me get this project. Like, I'll go down there. I'll see it through start to finish. Cause I was like, I'm just gonna go to Grange every day, like after work. What up? Oh, man. But uh, it didn't go that way. So, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man. Some craziness.
1: But it is true. Like, I feel like if you really wanted to do some like drift commune stuff like that, just find some track in the middle of nowhere. Just be like, all right, we're committing to this. Like, we have a drift school now. Like, this is like a drift training ground. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i feel like i feel like this is how you get a reality show like everyone living there it's like it's pretty much tiger king let's be real <laughs> just turn into a zoo it slowly becomes a big yeah, zoo. come on yeah. down it's a drift school i'll teach you and it's like someone walking out with like guns on the holster is like hey hopping hop
1: in that one it's
0: like
1: <laughs> knock off emt vest like all right <laughs>
0: paying all your employees in meth (laughs) Jesus
1: it would be cool though it would be cool I (laughs) wish someone would commit to it you know someone with like good reason
0: it'd save a lot of money on uh, what's that called Uh, employment tax yeah that (laughs) paying people in meth it's like (laughs) they're
1: volunteers volunteer (laughs) for meth
0: (laughs) (laughs) these are volunteer instructors and then everyone's just like, "All right, get in the car." <laughs> oh, this is, oh, we need to change the tires. Oh, One dude's man. just holding the car up, like, "No, Jack, well, just, Jesus Christ!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> <And the last laughs> guy like,
1: get, "Get these wheels changed. Let's go. Customers are waiting." Uh, I think people will go for it. I think we could. I think we could make this happen. You know, be like, yeah. I don't know. I'm you just sure. need like a few partners. It wouldn't be like that.
0: Unreasonable. Amphetamine circuit.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe we gotta
1: lose the meth, you
0: know? Yeah, like, okay, Sorry, no more meth jokes.
1: Yeah, like we could uh grow weed on the premises, we could sell weed or in trade, work for weed, work for I don't know, be like a mountain, like a snow mountain. You'd be like, all right, you work here, you could fucking ride for free.
0: Uh I'm into I'm into this like drift track commune lifestyle. Like, do we just go completely off the grid and like do like water births and shit like and
1: just never go to a doctor again we'll just have our yeah. own medicine you know yeah it'll be I like
0: easy, it'll be like that it'll be like easy rider dude but like we're drifting i not we'll like drift cars i'll we'll like drive up through the desert and we'll like be like hey what's up man like come check us out and then you know i don't know i don't really i'd like just watch that movie for the first time i'm sad to admit I don't think I've seen it
1: before, Easy Rider. I don't think I've seen it.
0: I just watched Waterworld a few months ago from your recommendation. Dude, Waterworld claps cheeks.
1: So I'm thinking more like Waterworld, (laughs) like trade me some good soil and
0: (laughs) you could stay
1: here. I don't know. We'll just go off the barter system. I caught a fish here. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I caught a fish. Let me get some tires. Oh, my God. (laughs) It would be like water world because we'll have to get like a tanker ship of, of gas. So, like, or we could just oh, I know what we could do. We could run all the cars off E85 and we could grow corn and then we could, could like make our of. own ethanol. And then this we could brilliant. also, <sighs> I'm into this sustainable drift commune,
2: yeah, we'll like some rubber, t-
0: rubber trees, and we'll make our own. T- I don't know if that would work, but you know what, whatever.
1: We're going to need to import some items to like our little, yeah, you know, it's, it might get a little cultish at some point. So we're going to have to like write like a constitution (laughs) or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to have some kind of democratic voting system because, uh, you know, we don't want to end up like wild, wild country. I, I mean, it could be tight though. I think it'd be pretty cool. Who's going to be Osho, dude? Who's going to be the fucking... Who's, going to, be, oh my who's God. going to be the guru? I don't know. I don't know. Who's going all in? Who's throwing
1: the most money down for this? <laughs> piece of land? I dude,
0: like, just imagine everyone starts wearing robes and shit. Uh oh, I love this idea, though. It's great. We should actually do this. I don't know. Parachute pants.
1: And we all just dress like <laughs> Fucking Crocs and parachute pants. <laughs>
0: Fucking okay, dude, yeah, we'll just, we'll like fly Naki out and like he can be like the, the, like, the God, guru. he'll be our God, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> we worship yeah. him, bow at his feet. <laughs> if you want to be part of the commune, bring me your S chassis. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Gotta give like a sacrificial
1: part, like every time he visits, like,
0: here, Naki san.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: This is for you. Here's some gold.
1: Oh man, we're going to go to that. We're going to get on the precious metals. That's going to be our, our form of currency, the gold and silver.
0: I mean, yeah, it worked before it worked in like during the gold rush. And before that, not so much I, now.
1: I could go for it. I could get behind it.
0: Like we yeah. only, we only use Dogecoin
2: here. Oh man.
1: <laughs> Make our own crypto. Yeah. Kanzai coin or something. I don't know.
0: Oh, good idea. Drift
1: tokens. We'll just keep making fake altcoins and pumping them up and just <laughs> ripping everyone off. And then we'll, we'll get rich that way, you know? <laughs> I'm in. Oh man. That's crazy.
0: Uh, all right. Well, so how'd you get into drifting, dude?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. That's, that's an interesting one. Cause really, I feel like most people kind of like do it collectively as like friends like most of the rest of front street they knew each other from like riding a 50 50 skate park because they were all staten islanders and like they kind of transitioned into it naturally through there but i kind of discovered it on my own i was always like into cars and i kind of just like found it like oh what's this place english town like went down and checked out an event and i was like holy shit like i remember seeing like frankie bovino justin hoitzma a faction before their cards were painted and they were like just ripping around it was like one halloween i think 2015 a uh, haunted moves and they were just fucking going nuts and i was like i need to do this like something just pulled me to i was like all right let's fucking go balls deep into this like and it's kind of just been a blur since i feel like just been like go 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 and doing all this crazy stuff and like never have time to really reflect upon until you're like driving back 18 hours from wisconsin you're like the fuck do we do this like why are we doing this it's insane <laughs>
2: I,
0: like, I literally had that same thought when i was by myself hungover, driving on i-5 and like the caravan had already left because i slept at a truck stop for two hours and i'm just like why 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 do we do this like i don't know yeah. man but like i don't know sometimes those like Long haul road trips. You're like you'll like find some find some answers or whatever. Yeah, I didn't find any answers on that one. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no
1: clarity whatsoever. Just, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just like oh, I want to go home. Yeah, I don't know. I started like
1: doing math, like on like all of the money I've spent, like doing the stupid shit. Not because I've been trying to get out of my parents' house, and I'm like, I could have been out of here fucking years ago, like if I didn't do this shit, like. <laughs> Like, what am I doing, man? Like, flat out. But I can't quit, unfortunately. No, no way. You know? It's not even an option.
0: No. I mean, like, <laughs> once you're in, you're in. I don't know. Like, so, like. But... Yeah.
1: Even you see people take, like, the step on the back burner. They, like, get married and they have a kid. But they always come back.
0: Yeah. It's like there's there's different people out there there's people that like they go off to college and then they come back or they like do xyz and they come back but like not everyone comes back but you you know who's going to like you yeah. know the people who like really really are about it like and i'd say that's like a small group and i think it's kind of cool because one thing about this podcast is i feel like it's like it's not that hard to find people who are like down you know like yeah just for the amount of time i've been doing it or the people that i like have met or whatever and then like it's kind of i think interesting to people who either like are just getting into it and like hearing the perspective of the people who are like all about it just like they are even though they just got into it i don't know man i it's yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you if you find something where you like kind of fit in, like, why would you leave it, you know?
1: Yeah. And I feel too, like I feel like indebted to drifting and especially like everyone who's been around me, the people I've met, because since I started, that's kind of like what took me into my career path where I am now. Like, if I didn't start drifting, I would have never started tattooing. Crazy. Crazy. So it like kind of brought me into that because it was like, I was exposed to all these people at English town that were tattooed and had traditional tattoos. And I was like, this is fucking cool. Like I want to go get tattooed.
0: Like how old were you when you. I think I was 19
1: when I first started coming around. So I wasn't even 21 yet. And I was like Mm. hanging out and like seeing like everyone just like tattooed partying, just going crazy. And I was like, just so attracted to like that subculture aspect of it that I was yeah. like, like, this is fun. Like, it's not just about going out and winning. Like, that's not even a thought. It's just like, come out, have fun, like party with your friends. Like I always liked that side more. Like, that's what like I liked the most where it's like, I feel like kind of we've been doing like some of like the competitions, like, even though final bouts kind of lacks, but I still feel like that pressure of like, Oh, it's a competition. Yeah. Until it's over. You know what I mean? It's like, I n- i never really enjoyed that aspect. It was always a sort of, like, if we're not going out and having fun and like, I can't chill with everybody after and like have a few drinks at the bar. And like, we could have some laughs. Like, I don't want to be here. Like that was always what I liked best about it. You know, that's what brings
0: me back. Yeah. I like, I like that. I mean, it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a driving. I I like the social aspect of it. Like I find myself like more and more wanting to socialize with people from drifting more than I do in like other environments. I feel it's, it's weird, man. Like post COVID going to like, I went to, I went, I went to this like weird, like artsy going away party in San Francisco. Like it was like a costume party and it was like, I don't, know, I don't know. man. It was just like, was just like costumes a, like like masquerade type shit.
2: Like, we <laughs> no, no, about no, no, like...
0: no, no. No. No, it wasn't like we weren't putting our keys in a bowl or anything. Like, oh jeez.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was like it was it was just like it was a bunch of like artsy kids. Like they were all smart, like artsy people like my age or whatever. And I was just like, you know, talking, yeah, oh what do you, you know, what do you, like what do you and like literally I, I have I realized at this point, I have, like, nothing to talk about except for, like, drifting and stuff that's, like, kind of related to drifting, because that's, like, it has, like, taken over, I think, like, now that I'm doing this podcast, and, like, also, I've been driving a lot, like, I literally don't do anything else, <laughs> and, like, being around people who, like, don't have that, like, or at least, like, some kind of parallel thing, like, it's just been, it's been, like, weird, it's been, like, hard for me to, like, interact. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, I, just, even... I don't even I don't even know what to talk about. Maybe I'm getting like more introverted as I get older or something, but
1: No, I feel I just... that too. I feel that way. I feel like I feel like um unless I have like some other mutual thing, like right now I'm like more passionate about like, well, I got to like save some money right now. I got to move out of my parents' house, so I want to like talk to people that have their shit together. I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, how are you like setting yourself up for your future?" So I'm like other than drifting in that, like if there's no other parallel, like between us, like I just feel like I'm just going to like retreat into myself in the conversation. Cause it's like, what are we talking about here? Like, this is where I'm at in life. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Not, not saying like in a snobby way, it's just like, this is what I'm into. Like, what, what are you, what are you passionate about? Like, is there something, are you like, into fucking whittling like what do you like to do (laughs) you
2: know what i mean
1: like tell me something cool
2: i
0: feel like a lot of people found stuff during covid they all like found like something they're kind of into whether it be like they got a pet or whatever but it's just like i don't know i yeah i I, i'm like i only i realized like i only have so much time and like i don't want to spend my time talking to people about like I don't know. Like, I don't even have a good example. Just, just like, like I'm over small talk. Like at this point, yeah, just just like like
1: nonsense. Like, and I feel like, I feel like drifting. I like drifting and the people in it because it's so goal oriented, like oriented that like you need to be so passionate about something to do it, or else you're never going to do it. And that's that's what I like in like everything in my life. Like that's why I love tattooing because if I didn't give a shit about this tattoo that I have tomorrow and I didn't put my all into it. Like what was even the fucking point? Like it's the same yeah. with drifting. I'm not gonna go and spend four thousand dollars on tires for everything and this and that to get the final bout. Like just for for no fucking reason. Like it's yeah, I wanted to do it. Like this is I'm gonna do it. And like next year I'll set some goals for like other events. I'm gonna go and do them.
0: Yeah, I think it helps. What uh what was like what was what were your like inspiration once you started getting and drifting drifting like what were your inspirations like what um I don't know like what what were like cars people style like what what was it was there anything that stood out to you I guess is my question my really long question I'm still talking I guess you can answer <laughs> it now
1: <laughs> um no that's a good question I feel like I feel like I was attracted to like once I I saw it and realized that like this wasn't just like some Fast and Furious bullshit that people actually did this, <laughs> like I thought that was crazy. I'm like, people do this shit, <laughs> like, like what the fuck? So I feel like I felt like the local. I was always attracted more to like the grassroots local people, and like watching like Bloodmasters Masters videos, like early Turk stuff. Like remember seeing your guys early stuff on Hoon again because that was like that's just what I was exposed to in the beginning before yeah. everything else. And that was like, Oh shit. Like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, here's like these stylish cars and here's like these missile cars. So I didn't really know at the beginning, like what I wanted to drive. I just was like, I need to get out there. I need to get a car to do whatever and learn. And I'll figure that out later. Like, you know, so that was like my main exposure. I think.
0: What wasn't, so, didn't someone tell me you had like, you bought some like wild card of, to- learn how to drift in or am i crazy okay so
1: i hate to say this but we're going we're going into this so (laughs) my first attempt at buying a drift car was an e30 which that ended up being a wash i wanted to get like an e30 and eventually like do a 1j swap or something that's just like where my brain was but i ended up that fucking washed i couldn't find an e30 so somewhere in my bright mind i was like oh yeah i'll just get a fucking fox body terrible idea (laughs) <laughs> terrible but i built that car
0: vanilla ice liked them.
1: <laughs> i should have got the vert man i would have never gotten it <laughs> fuck man but uh, it did the, it did enough to get me tandeming at english town to that point where i was like chasing everyone like it was like one season of that and then eventually i was like i i drove someone's s chassis i think first i drove petty's bmw so i drove mm-hmm. his one ju36 and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what the fuck? Like, huh. this thing sounds like a jet. And then, like, I drove his friend, Will Moore's S13, it was an SR, like stock SR 4.6, welded diff, like on 15s. And I was like, this is the fucking truth. Like, yeah. And it just like spoiled the whole Mustang idea for me. I was like, well, this <laughs> thing is fucking done. I need to find an S chassis. So that pretty much led me to the Sylvia I have now. So I was like, in the midst of that, I was like, all right, I'm parting out this fucking car. I'm going to go buy, I'm going to go buy this S13.
0: And he went and bought like a legit Sylvia. Yeah. So that car, it
1: was like already imported. I don't even know if they exist anymore. It was like JDM Expo, like up in Albany. And they already had the car up there. It was like already SR swapped, teen coils, teen eight six, just like two way ready to go. And I was just like, okay, bought it, went to English town, embarrassed myself, like trying to fucking learn this fucking thing, learn right right hand drive. Right hand
0: drive, people, I think people underestimate how hard it is to switch to right hand drive. Like I watched Jason, like the first time he drove right hand drive, like more than like a lap or two on like a difficult course, like struggled, struggled. And like Jason is, you know, you've seen the man. Yeah, he's amazing. It's a yeah. fucking machine. So like learning, learning that and, like, especially like if you're like just kind of learning to like, I can only imagine how hilarious it was.
1: Yeah, no, it was not fun. I mean, I'm still like <laughs> punching the door card every now and then. I don't know what the fuck's going on in that thing, you know, <laughs> but it's fun. I like driving it. Um, Yeah, no, I feel like that's one of those things you can never unfuck is like where you sit. It's like, everything else, like the controls you can manage and figure that out. But like, you're the point of where you are. And I feel like people are always like, well, you're supposed to drive where the car is. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to like zoom my fucking body out? (laughs) So I'm like above the fucking car. Like I'm playing a video game. Like I'm going to drive where I'm sitting. Like, you know, so that's, that's the hardest part still to me. like, especially if I'm in a place I don't know I've never driven before. Yeah. That's, that's the hardest part.
0: I can see that. Yeah, but I want to yeah. get. I've been wanting to get a right-hand drive car to practice in because we go to Japan, and if I get in the car, I like always embarrass myself. It's like I, I know how to drift. Like why, why is this this different? You know. So yeah,
1: I feel that. I feel that definitely. If I could go back, I would probably just would have just left it. Got a left-hand drive car and built that and drove that, but nah i do see it now i like it i like it now it's just like a little more of a challenge to like overcome you know
0: sick it's a legit sylvia it's like very cool yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna
1: beat myself up over that one one day when the fucking these things are rolling up on barrett jackson in 40 years gonna be like jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) the cage out (laughs) (laughs) weld some new quarters back
0: on nah i mean because okay I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, actually. But, like, if you look, I was watching Barrett Jackson the other day, actually, and it was crazy because... <laughs> dude. Sorry. No, you're good. He he wants to go outside, like, multiple times. It's gonna ruin this podcast. And I apologize in advance. Um, But, yeah, I was... Okay, so I was watching Barrett Jackson and they, like, rolled up beautifully restored like vintage dirt bike right went for like 60 grand or something then they rolled out like a barn find totally patinaed looks like it hadn't been touched in 30 years and it went for like 120 and i'm like so patina stuff goes for more now and i'm like does that mean like in the future, like drifted drift cars of, of like a certain variety, like will go for more money. You know what I mean? Like it's like, you just never know, man. We just got to enjoy these things.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I think you're right. I could see it,
0: but i mean, it's going like, to be like, varying. Yeah.
1: You know, I like mean, the market will be like, they'll have like the restoration. Like this is an original type X, like 98 type X with all the options, sunroof and everything. You'd be like, perfectly restored or like 100% original that'll be a market and then you'll have like the clones and then you'll have like the drift cars that are like well this is Nauki's fucking drift car from like 2001 you know yeah like clobbered ass can and you're like all right fucking half a million dollars right like who knows
0: yeah to some kid that saw it in like a funk video music video who's rich now off some weird alt <laughs> <Social laughs> dogecoin <and> fucking <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh fucking um what was the fucking uh man cum rockets? That one Dude. that's a good one.
0: was not there like shit coin dude?
1: Yeah, cummies. That's that's <laughs> everyone buy cummies. We're pumping cummies like fucking AMC stock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we are the whale. Come on everybody. No. Jeez. The world
0: is the weird the world's a weird place right now
1: yeah it's fucking weird i mean i definitely i like crypto i'm just i'm just waiting right now i think it's gonna fucking dip a little lower
0: you know the you know what's really interesting to me is like we have, we have this like some someone said i don't know there's like some quote like may you live in interesting times or something bro we are living we we should just be happy that we're living in the most interesting times like like everything everything is seemingly falling apart but like we still like kind of have like it's still okay like i don't know it's like it seems yeah, that's like That's a
1: good way to look at it. I feel like I've been getting kind of negative lately. I like that outlook. Just like
0: at least it's interesting. Like we're not
1: fucking bored, you know?
0: Yeah. And then you can just like turn all that off and be like, "All right, I mean, like I still got a roof over my head and I can go drifting." So that's tight. But like, I, you know, it does it feels like like we got like all this like wild crypto stuff and like i don't know there's just like a lot to pay attention to i feel like when you like worked on a farm in like the depression that probably sucked (laughs) let's not let's not like say that was better but like you didn't have to like worry about anything except for like your immediate surroundings and then like maybe like a radio show or whatever where they like you know tell you like what's going on like there's a yeah. dust storm blowing in, honey.
2: Got to hunger down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all
0: you got you got to worry about is like getting the shit to like keep your farm going and like feed everyone on the farm and like make a little money or whatever. Like I don't know how farming works. Like I'm an idiot, so. But, I don't like, know either. I, don't, I have no
1: idea. It sounds like, good to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now you live on a farm, and you have Facebook, and like you see videos of like crazy stuff all the time. And like, now you're like out there farming and like milking cows and stuff thinking about like cryptocurrency. and <laughs> like, like, it's just, ah, it's just, this weird just not even thing.
1: peaceful anymore. It's just fucking ruined everything. The internet.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's your only interaction with reality is like the internet. <sighs>
2: that's why I, I was know, so bro.
1: stoked on this Facebook, Instagram shit going down. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. I like, took pictures of this tattoo i did that day i was like what do i even do with it like what <laughs> do i print it out like do i stick it on the wall it's like i was like look at this tattoo jesse like going to my co work i'm like because no one else is going to see it except for whoever james walks by on the street like this is awesome <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 the new logo i got done for the podcast oh I, w- I like just got it and i was like sick i'm i'm gonna post this baby up throw it on throw it on ig and then i was like yeah. instagram's out i was like i mean all right whatever like, like, i guess i'll just like update it on like the apps people will see it eventually like
1: yeah like cool phone background you know fucking <laughs> awesome
0: <laughs> like who cares and i was like but i still checked it like 10 times more th- i'll admit more than 10 times it's bad dude it's bad oh, why i why? checked like
1: 30 bro i checked like 30 fucking times you're like, like is I, it
0: back is it back like, but I didn't like,
1: want it to come back, but I was like, I was still checking because I'm yeah, addicted like, to Instagram, you know? Yeah. I've gotten,
0: to, I've gotten to the point where I'll delete the app and install it, like, twice a day now. That's Jeez. a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, you told me before, you're like, I'm deleting Instagram. I'm like, really?
0: Yeah. I can't if say I, it, blame if, you. I, if I have stuff to do, I just, like, have to delete it. Otherwise, I'll just sit there and be like, "Huh, <laughs> boobs, you know? Like, <laughs> Fucking cool wheels, bro. Fucking Oh, yeah. uh, uh, sick vinyl. Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah. I think
1: we would be better off. I was, I was like, looking forward to it. I was, like, well, if we don't have social media and then, like, let's say the internet collapses, like, the entirety of the internet, like, that would be fucking awesome. Because then we would all have to, like, do our jobs in the most difficult way possible again. Be, like... <laughs> Like my girl, she she's a travel agent. She sells like cruise packages. I'm like, she's gonna have to get like books and like actually write shit down and like fucking. She's gonna have to get a check in the mail. Like, how does this even? How are we gonna even do this? Like, we're gonna have to go back fucking 25 years in time. You know?
0: Yeah. You gotta get like, well, you know those like credit card imprinting machines. Have you ever used one of those? Are you old enough to even know what that is? What are you talking about? What is
2: that? Oh, damn kids.
0: they used to have have a machine so like the reason the the numbers on your credit card have bumps on them and like your name like you know how like my credit cards now are flat but they used to have like indented numbers on them that wasn't so like you could read them easier that was like so you could put it on this machine and like (coughs) like copy it to a piece of paper what the fuck and they would use that to like charge people later like a yeah. stamp,
1: it would like take a stamp of your card.
0: Yeah, what? yeah. I had to do that at Circuit City like a few times. They like, I'll be like, I need the, I need the imprinter, and they'd like come over in the little box, and you like set it down, you put the card in it, because like it wouldn't scan. Oh, they're like, all the magnets are gone on it. So you're like, <sighs> like it's probably like you know fake card or whatever. Like, <laughs> because <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't charge till later. So I think like people did that to do fraud a lot. I'll just expired say gift card, and you're like. Fuck yeah! Stand this <laughs> shit,
1: new TV, thanks homie. <laughs> <This> Best Buy <probably> sucks.
0: <laughs> the Circuit City I worked at like had so much theft. It was like one. It was like one of the highest theft locations, like in the country or something. I don't know. It was whatever. One time I, I, I pulled to up. Like, I
1: like Circuit City. Circuit City fucking ruled.
0: <laughs> I used to pull up to work. I pulled up to work one day. I had a Mercedes One Ninety E. It was like my first car. And I like roll up, and like this big ass manager guy who like really didn't like me very much was like, Hey, Palmer, get that guy. And it was a dude running out with like two camcorders, <laughs> like throws him in his car and like takes off. And like, my boss literally told me to chase this guy down in my car. So I'm like, what? All right. Like, so like, I, <laughs> I, just, I fully like, knows the tail chase this guy and then we got on the freeway and then he uh like we were, he was heading toward a towards a bridge and I was like I'm not paying toll for this
1: like
0: that. that and he was going like he was going to like Richmond Oakland area and I was like I'm not I'm not it's like a long bridge I'm not I'm not I'm not getting shot over this job like I get paid seven dollars an hour you know what I mean I just did it because I thought it'd be funny
1: sun's going down we are not going to Oakland right
2: now (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah Um, and this is in like 2006 so it was like wasn't like you know it wasn't like techie Oakland yet
1: yeah I only got like a little smidge of Oakland Bay Area I I don't even know I don't even know what's going on I only got to see it for like a day yeah I I would like to go back I'd like to come back.
0: Yeah, you you tattooed me in the Wolf Rain parking lot. That was A- fucking A- crazy. With... <laughs> yeah,
1: that was fucking crazy with like the shipping yard in the back. Like,
0: yeah, so nuts. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, and you you tattooed the S on Show Me, right?
1: Was it was it there too, or did I do it? I think before?
0: so. No, we did it that day. Yeah. yeah, she gets compliments on that all the time. I love that fucking tattoo. Yeah, that's cool. That's like my favorite tattoo. She got like the S, like the the like high school, middle school S that everyone drew like on her arm. I love how she was like.
1: She presented the idea and she was like, she's like, I don't know if you're gonna like go for it, but like, I want to, you know, the S that like everyone used to draw in middle school, and I was like, say fucking less. I'm like, let's go. I was so hyped. She's like, oh man, like I didn't think you were gonna like the idea. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like. Yeah. This is amazing. Oh man. No, that was cool, bro. That was fucking cool.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was cool. Did so you came you did you go straight to California from New York?
1: So I pretty much I went to like an event at English town and that was like I tattooed out of the trailer. I left pretty much from there I headed to Thunder Hill and then after that was like crashed at Julian's and bombed at Julian's for like a week, which that yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I still think about it now because I was like, I wish I never left. I was like, I want to move fucking in there, man. That <laughs> house rocks. Yeah. Which, yeah, we had some fun there too, man. Uh, I don't know yeah, we, we could, did. I don't know if we could talk about that. Yeah. Talk
0: about that. Uh, I mean, he kind of brought it up. We don't need to go into detail, but we,
2: did he we bring had, it up?
0: Did he? Well, he didn't talk about he didn't talk about that time specifically, but he did like mention it. I don't know, whatever. We 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 okay. definitely we yeah we had, we went on a journey.
1: So yeah, now there's some, an
0: elephant in the room. Like everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> some might even call it a trip. Oh, you man. know, yeah, it was a quote, trip. Unquote. It was a trip. We'll we'll just say that.
1: Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we drank some lemon juice and we lifted weights
2: we, we got did. a quick
0: pump in that was <laughs> fucking interesting that was, key. That, was, that was key i think that was like i think that was important yeah we were like benching fucking 45 fucking on each
1: side we were like hell yeah yeah that was pretty crazy because i felt like i don't know i felt like I mean, I knew of you guys, but like at the time, I wasn't like friends with you yet, so I felt kind of worried in that sense because I was like, I don't know, like maybe they'll like, I don't know, make fun of me when I'm like in this state of mind or something, like you know, when like all that paranoia starts to hit, and you're like, yeah, that's what I. But like that kind of quickly faded because I saw like me and you were on the same level of like, Jesus Christ,
2: what the (laughs) fuck is happening right now? yeah uh. yeah
0: yeah that 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 yeah yeah i was like i was like all right cool like we're not i'm not in this alone like i'm we're all gonna but we're gonna we're gonna make it through and we did
2: yeah and we it did it time.
1: we got through. Yeah. i i remember like phoebe was like Oh, you were just laughing and smiling the whole time. I'm like, that was out of fear. <laughs> that, that wasn't like pleasure laugh, like ha 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 laugh. That was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? Like, the only <laughs> thing I can do right now is laugh and like pretend uh-huh. that isn't there. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember I was sitting. I remember sitting there and I was like, desperately like trying to like ask for water. <laughs> And I just couldn't get it out of my mouth. I was just like, I was just sitting there, mad awkward, like suffering, like in silence. I was like, finally, I just spit out. I'm just like, water. <laughs> and Phoebe's like, do you want water, Brian? Like, are you asking for water? And I was like, yes. And she's like, okay. And like throws me a water bottle. I like crack it open. I take a sip and I
0: like old man, like fucking king of the hill <laughs> shit, like sipping a beer. Like, yup.
1: That's the good stuff right there.
0: Like, I I remember that. I remember you're like, what? You're like, what's what's that? My body needs it. Water.
2: Like,
0: yeah, nice. What's yeah, that yeah, thing?
1: Yeah. Like, hell yeah, yeah. That's it, Brian. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fucking...
0: <laughs> no, that
1: was it. Was it was an interesting time. I I definitely took a lot out of that over any other like situation similar that I've been in.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm I'm sure you weren't, like, expecting that to be uh, a thing. As you came out here, you, like, come out, we're, like, talk about drifting, we're going to go drifting. <laughs> Instead, you got, like, a whole different life experience.
1: Yeah, it was fucking crazy. I was, like, I don't know how to explain it. There was just, like, so many weird things. I feel like anytime you ask someone about this kind of shit, it's, like, you can't explain to someone and them to understand, like, where you were at like even where your head was at versus where mine was it's like how can i portray that to you
0: (coughs) like you just sound like a fucking space cadet like i was like what the the fuck is this kid talking about you know what i mean
2: yeah
0: i don't know i think i think i think we're all just like huh that was that was an experience like say no more you know yeah yeah like like no one like no one really needed to comment much on it it was just like all right yeah i just i
1: don't know there's so many the, the biggest thing i remember taking from it I was i remember sitting there and i was like i kept fucking fiddling with my hair because my hair was like dumb long at the time and i had like a lighter and i would like twirl the lighter and i pick up a water bottle and i would like do these things and it just like the biggest thought to me was well this is something i know like i know that this is a lighter i know that this is a can, like these are grounds like these things bring me back to this place which is supposed reality but like at that point in time I'm standing on the borderline of like the fucking universe and I was like (laughs) well what if I just go here and I don't come back like then like Phoebe and fucking Julian will just have to like bring me to an insane asylum and put me in a straitjacket and just call it a day and I'll just stay here like I feel I was like ah maybe I should go back like that's that's
2: kind of fucked up you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) kind of like scarred for everybody involved like hey remember that kid brian like he's fucking crazy now
0: like (laughs) yeah well it's okay because that's uh yeah the feeling was mutual dude but uh it was yeah i don't know we're all just we're all just like trying to do our best man we're all trying to like find purpose and acceptance and gotta like you know appreciate that shit doesn't really matter as much as we think it does a lot of yeah. time so
1: no that's like the best part about that shit is you realize like everything that's happening right now like this is what matters like in your life what you can control versus like i mean even now like since that point in time my brain is like cluttered with nonsense like where like after right after that was done i felt like clean slate like i hit the reset button I wasn't thinking about anything like other than, well, I'm here. I'm in California. I'm like going to have a good time. Like, you know, like nothing else in the world mattered at that point in time, which I think that's pretty fucking cool about that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a fucking wild story. Yeah,
1: that was interesting. Yeah.
0: Went out there, thought I was just going to like hang out and like, you know, fucking 20 20 minutes later like i don't even know how to say my own name jesus
1: (laughs) fucking christ it was nuts too like i just remember like like blacking out and you guys told me like hey brian you were freaking out a little bit you're definitely freaking and i remember it was just like i remember the sun was out and then it was just darkness and i was outside looking at the stars which up there in like sonoma it's fucking beautiful like yeah i i don't think i've ever been like more happy in any place ever like perfect temperature like quiet in the middle of fucking nowhere like i love i love that area up there
0: yeah i was just watching animal planet and wondering what it's like to be a dolphin yo
1: (laughs) so that shit
0: not (laughs) gonna lie planet earth i think planet earth or like tied to be a dolphin
1: who is that fucking guy dolphins that narrates that Dolphins get
0: to drift all show? day, dude. Um, no. I don't know the old guy. I don't. I don't remember his name. But he's that like guy super famous. saved my fucking life, bro.
1: <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like he like pulled me back to reality. Like straight up. I, and though, that was. I remember like that key point. It was like everything we did made so much sense in that point in time. We we're like, like these dolphins. They're just out here. They're just fucking shredding in the water. They're like, yeah. They don't give a fuck. They're just like clapping with the dude, this,
0: they're out there <laughs> clapping dolphin cheeks like for fun oh my god <laughs> like watch this backflip dude what that's your day you look like swim around look well i mean i guess like you're probably like looking out for predators and stuff so that's probably not as cool but like, big fucking shark or something like let's not get eaten <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Not but man. like when it's cool it's cool you know i don't know whatever but yeah, that, that was an experience. One yeah, would that was say cool, man. It was a trip.
1: One would say that, quote unquote. Yeah, I had I had an opportunity by the time I got to Vegas, like someone was like, Hey, you wanna like try some like DMT? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm still processing some shit, like I'm gonna need a few months, bro. Like, got a lot of fucking questions that need answers right now. <laughs> Not the time.
0: (sighs) Yeah, so you went to Vegas after like Grange and then like tattooed out of there for like a while. Did you like do any drifting stuff out there? Or you just like working, putting money back in the bank or
1: well, like after I went down to Grange leaving Thunder Hill, my my front tires were completely fucking bald. Like like after like driving on that track, my show was done. And I like realistically should have known better, but I have no self-control and went and drove anyway and ended up You probably saw the video of me smoking myself under the wall just head on. I was just like, car was fucked. Well, I've done it. So I was like not only broken and battered, but like the car was fucked. I was out of money. I was like, okay, like I need to figure something out. Like I didn't imagine the, the trip really going that way. But then again, there was no fucking plan. So really it didn't matter. But I ended up, my sister moved out to Henderson in Nevada like two and a half years ago now. So I was like, all right, I'll get back there. Like, I'll visit them, like, earlier than imagined. And I'll, like, hang out for, like, a few weeks. Like, try to find a shop to work at. Like, make some money. So I ended up getting down there, surprising her. Saw my niece and nephew. So that was fucking cool. And, like, I ended up staying down there for, like, a month and a half. Which, that was pretty interesting. No drifting, really. Because it was, like. I think they have some stuff going on, but at the time, because of COVID, like they didn't have anything. Mm. I I think it may be Vegas Motor Speedway. They have like some parking lot stuff going on, but the drift community out there, at least from what I've seen, is not that strong. You know, there's like, there are like a few people that are like into this and that. There are a few people that like drive at Grange from Vegas, but there's not that many
0: Yeah, I think Grange is only like two and a half hours from Vegas or something.
1: It's a nice trip. Like it's not it's not gonna like it's something you could do on a regular basis. So it seems like it seems like it'd be pretty ideal. But there wasn't really that many people out there like that were like directly involved in going down there. But yeah, I guess by the time by the time I got down to Vegas, I was like, well, I need to figure out a shop to work at. So I was, like, calling around, like, looking around on internet. Like, I talked to my, like, previous boss at the time, Rob White, and I was, like, who has a traditional tattoo shop, like, down in Vegas? And he was, like, well, Buddy Holiday has, like, his shop down here. And then, well, Phil Lux like, got a shop down there. And I was, like, oh, shit, like, Phil Luck, like, this is a dude I was reading books about during my apprenticeship. Like, Like, how do I paint Tattoo Flash? Like, this is the fucking guy. Like, everyone was, like. Model your shit off of him. So it was like, oh man, like he's not going to fucking hire me. Like
2: there's no no way.
1: So I was like, but fuck it. I'm going to go for it. Like, so I like, like scrapped together a portfolio because I didn't even have one because everything was just on Instagram at the time. And I didn't anticipate to go and walk into someone's shop. Ended up, I like went down there asking him for a tattoo because that's always my thing. I'm like, hey man, you got time for a tattoo? Like, And, like, get to know them that way. Like, if I sit there for long enough and have somebody tattoo me, like, I could probably get them to want me to hire, like, let me work in their shop, you know? So I went down there and, like, he didn't tattoo me that day, but he ended up looking through my portfolio. And he was, like, I don't have any work to give you, but, like, you're more than welcome to work here if you could pull people in. But, like, I don't have enough, like, people of, like, my own to share with you. So it's just, like. Yeah, but i was like fuck yeah i don't care like i'll figure something out
0: yeah like you're not getting any walk-ins you're you're gonna have to do your own thing
1: yeah so like
0: what i did i ended up
1: setting up my tinder with like all tattoo shit it's like (laughs) yeah so this was like it worked fairly well except for the amount of dudes trying to have sex with me um (laughs) it, it worked out pretty okay you know um because i said it for like everyone like yeah all right, we're going to set this to all but it didn't even have a picture of me in there it was just like varying like this is an anime tattoo this is american this is japanese like oh, here's clever, some fucking man. lettering and like but it worked out pretty good cuz i felt like there's you get a lot of out of town
0: people, people you get in town people it was clever
1: yeah you got a lot of people and you got people that i feel like have been scared to go and talk to someone who tattoos cuz i guess it's still that stigma of like okay this is like not a welcoming place like i should be kind of worried walking into a tattoo which i think that's kind of cool that that still exists i'm glad
0: (laughs) that still exists because like you don't want everyone to be like welcome yeah no
1: no it's just like this isn't fucking this is our disney
0: princess section
1: yeah no 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 this is like this (laughs) keep tattooing scary you know i think it should stay a little
0: scary you don't want it to be the costco like optometry section
1: christ <laughs> i mean it's getting like there's plenty of people out there doing that like i don't have to do it you know yeah yeah but it was cool i felt like i got a lot of like first tattoos and i got a lot i pulled like a decent amount of people from there at least to like put some money in my pocket like while i stayed at my sister's like had the trailer parked out front yeah like i stayed in there because my fucking ac was stronger in there than in their house i was like you're just gonna <laughs> sleep in the street i'm like yeah like that's why i built this thing yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, you did that at Julian's too. For a few
1: nights, uh, and then I realized like I was kind of blowing up his spot with the neighbors and they were like one one day when I was crashing down there, someone like violently knocked on the fucking door. Yeah. Because I was parked like there's like all those like group community of mailboxes.
0: Yeah. They don't they like that's the that's the one downside of where Julian's at is they really do not want people out there. Yeah. Especially trailers and yeah
1: yeah they're like i don't need this fucking eyesore which i get like you spent like whatever 1.4 million dollars on your home to like get away from assholes like me like and <laughs> here i am you know what i mean like yeah fucking dude's just wandering around sleeping wherever the fuck he wants like what the <laughs> fuck is that So like i wasn't mad about it but like the thing i wasn't they ended up like hanging like garbage on my trailer like assuming it was mine. And I'm I'm a cleanly motherfucker. Like, I did not leave any garbage, but they, like, I guess someone, like, had some garbage fall out somewhere, and they, are like, assumed it was me. And, like, they left a note and stuff, and, like, by that time, I think I was already, like, six days at Julian's. I was like, I've overstayed my welcome here. Like, like I can't keep abusing this hospitality. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I, as much as I wanted to stay there forever, honestly, because I was like... You want to talk about Drift Commune? I feel like that's a Drift fucking Commune. It's like, you know, like. Yeah, kind of. Cool, happy fucking Drift place. Like, middle of nowhere. I liked it. I don't know. I was like, I could see myself living out here. I was like, then I'm going to have to join, like. I'm going to have to try to convince them to let me join Animal Style. And, like, Front Street's (laughs) going to fucking ban me. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about uh, last time I saw you, you were like, why is everyone trying to, like, adopt you guys? Like, be your dads. And I was like, the only people who, are, who aren't adopting us and we wanted to adopt us is fucking you guys. Like, <laughs> We should be your bastard stepchildren, you know?
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: I find it entertaining. You guys are dynamic. Someone, someone described Front Street as uh like the drift game wu-tang clan oh man i mean because there's just like hella motherfuckers that like and like where you're from and like it's just it's just who's fucking
1: who nobody even knows who's who like
0: i found that so fitting and, and glorious
1: yeah like everybody knows tom and everyone knows josh but after that it's like who's this person? Like this guy's got the fucking yellow car and this dude's the, And then there's this fucking donkey style shit, which is like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like what even is going on here? But yeah. I like it that way. I feel like it should be, I'd rather be like this sleeper cell. Like I don't want all this fucking attention. Like give the attention to Tom. Hmm. Like I don't want that shit.
0: actually like, I kind of, yeah. You know, who stepped up at like final bout who was like driving a lot it was James. Like, I haven't seen him like throw down like that before. It was, it was pretty cool to watch him like level up at that event.
1: Yeah. He, he drove like fucking beast. I drove terrible, but I was like mad hyped that James was driving well. Cause I was like, damn, like James stepped his fucking game up. Like, I feel like, cause he went from like the GT one and I think he had like 30 mil overs to like going full blown Koguchi power with the fucking
0: BN. And it was like, yeah car, i was like damn. Car showed up wild clean and he was like thrown down it was this it cool it's cool to watch well it was like he went from like
1: last in show at special stage east i think they were like <laughs> they shit on his car so bad they were like we were like james what the fuck and he ended up like getting clapped by josh and it was like all right he needed a makeover anyway he was like <laughs> i'm like it's time bro just time to go fucking big monster truck that thing and he did really good. No, we were super proud of him. He definitely was like the MVP, at least for us. Like at final bout, everybody else was like kind of meh on the yeah. driving.
0: I mean, Jeff you Jeff know? was ripping. He drove like a ton, ton. But yeah, I mean, every everybody drove well. It was just team tandem time was a little rough for you guys. But whatever. I, I drove fucking terrible. It happens to us too. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I was not happy. I was like whatever i just like it's all good though that's part of it i was just happy to see everybody else driving good like julio and everybody else is fucking shredding it was just dope you know like seeing like the collective of everyone so it's like even if you're doing bad or like things are going wrong you can't be mad about it it's like it's only a matter of time it was
0: it was nice to see that the the level of driving was like a little like on average was higher like Everybody from all the different regions, like, were driving pretty well. Like, I don't know, it was, it was sometimes Final Bout will have the reputation of, like, being, like, show cars first, which it is, right? Like, yeah. But it's it's still, it's, like, show car and driving now. Like, they're, like, doing the judging, so it's, like, 50-50, which, you know, take it how you want. Um, But, like, that's what they want, right? And it's, like, it does kind of get you some like good driving and some cool cars right like in the mix so and that's what they want so i mean it seems to be seems to be a thing yeah i mean i think
1: they found their little pocket and like what we're into and that like one percent of like what we're into because i feel like that's really what it's come down to because there's so much shit going on
0: yeah like, dude there's room for everything man like there's room for Super D. There's room for Final Bout. There's room for like all the other events that are going on. I don't know if like I don't know if you remember, but like when you were first starting out, I know you're. I know you. Uh, have you been drifting like what, like five, six years now?
1: About six years now, yeah. About six yeah, years. Yeah,
0: like when you first started out, I know. I know you realize that. Like, I mean, most most people probably realize it's that, that drift. But people who are just starting out, like, there used to be like one event a month, maybe you know, maybe two total. Like now there's like 20 like, cause this person's hosting events and that person's hosting events and all the tracks are like rented out. It's anywhere that like hosts drifting in like the West coast. Like there's footage from an event like every weekend on IG, It's it's crazy. Like it didn't used to be like that. Like drifting is growing a lot.
1: Yeah, I guess we're, like, spoiled now in the sense, like, everyone who's come up recently because it's, like, there's so much out there that, like, I mean, it's kind of bothered me to the extent that, at least with what's with us going on, like, in our team that we're doing all these big things and all these big events and there's no, I, I, I like, collectively been, like, man, I should have just, like, stayed local. Like, next year, like, I'm staying local. Like, I want to drive, like, drive eight events. Yeah. Like, Like this year I drove two events. I'm done. Like I spent my cap, like I can't keep drifting this year. You know, I, I think it would be smarter for me. I think I would get much better and I could like up the levels of like chasing and all these things that I want to do. If I just stayed and did like these few local events with lock city and club Loose and spirit and did that. And like, and actually got dialed in. I feel like that'd be like better spent, but I don't regret what we do. I don't regret doing these big events. I just think it's kind of a balance of like if yeah. you do this, if you do a final bow, you're going, you're traveling from California and or fucking New York or Canada, wherever, Texas, wherever you're coming from, that like that's equal to like four to five events back home for you. You know, yeah. like.
0: Yeah, you got to make sure you got to make sure it's worth it. But sometimes they like on the flip side of that, sometimes going to those events where they're, if there are a lot of really good drivers that, to look up to, and you that raises your bar of like this is what good driving is, and then now you're chasing something up here, like those events are worth it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, if you're if you're doing if you got to have that balance, you got to travel like a little bit, you got to like go to the events and drive with like good people, or even just watch them, right? Um, and then you got to be able to do the local events, and like you know, like that's that's your like. I don't know like you can't just you can't just go do the boxing match on pay-per-view and not do training you know what i mean like
1: yeah no that makes sense and i think you're right on the fact that like if you stay in your little bubble back home like you're never going to be exposed to like what's really out there
0: yeah and you're not going to get like the variety of experience with like this track this track has this type of grip and like changing tire pressure based on like you know like if you just drive the same place all the time you like your setup's money but like you go somewhere else you don't know how to adjust your car to like drive better at other places like that's one thing i really found driving in a lot of different tracks is showing up and be like there's my car driving like shit i know what i need to change though you know versus just like my car sucks and then you just like drive shitty the whole day you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: no that's like a big a big challenge in it and i think Like you said, it's going to push you as, like, a driver. It's going to push you, like, technically in the mechanical side. Like,
2: when I got to Thunder
1: Hill and I was, like, trying to enter, I remember, like, I kept just plowing straight. And I was, like, Julian's, like, how's it going out there? I'm, like, fucking terrible. I suck. Like, I fucking suck. He's, like, what's going on? Talk to me. I'm, like, I go to fucking chuck this thing as hard as I can. And it just plows straight. He's, like, well, you have a fucking parachute mounted to your fucking trunk. He's, like, take that shit off. Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, dummy. Like, take that fucking big wing off. I like
2: took it yeah. off. Like, on
0: that on the high speed stuff, like GT wings, just you you like that's that's why they all e break do e break entry. People that run big GT wings, like they always e break entry because you can't do like you can, but it it like it makes stuff feel weird at high speed. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like that, like experience. And the reason he knows that is because when Nauki went to. uh New Zealand for the pink style event that, uh, D club threw, D D club, GP G- D club, GP pink style, pink style, GP. I don't know. I can't remember what the name of the event was, but those dudes, he drove the C's garage shop car. And at the time the C's garage shop car had an origin. I think it was a, like one of those like swan neck wings or it was similar to the one that you have big uh, old big gay wing. I mean, I think they're cool. I like. No, I love it. Um, But first run, he goes out and then comes right into the pits and just like (laughs) he's like looking around in the tools and stuff and like starts taking the wing off and then goes back out and like throws like gnarly stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he did it. And then like also Jason had to do it on the car that he drove when we went out there. Like it's just like when you get up in those speeds, you're like adding all this downforce to the back of the car and it like doesn't want to rotate. Like it doesn't want to let go to rotate because you're you have so much more like rear grip and you can't like do a lot to get rid of it. Like you can't like lift off and have like the f- when you lift off the weight doesn't come off the back of the car because it's being like Yeah, it's still down. just being
1: pushed down.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't want to transition. Little stuff like that, man. I, I look at right. it like this. I've been. This is kind of this. I'm gonna use like boxing again as an example because I feel like I have a good way to explain this. But like like a is like your cardio your like gym stuff you're like hitting pads or whatever and then like your local events that's like sparring right you know like you gotta spar and like you gotta like actually do the shit and then those like big events that you tow to that's like those are your like those are your matches like those are your fights and like
1: it's like the title fight right there
0: yeah and i mean like obviously let's not take this shit too seriously like we don't need you know, you don't need to come up in there like McGregor and like you know I mean? arms swinging, like, fucking every 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 single fight. Like, I'm the shit. <laughs> fuck you. You know, like you, we don't need that. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be kind of <laughs> fucking funny. <though>. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, so, especially like rolling up to like final bout like that. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, you don't need to. You don't need to be relax. like chest out. Yeah, like
1: relax, bro. Like,
0: like it. Like you know, pull up with it. Like. Yeah, whatever.
1: I got you. No, it makes so, sense. It makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, I mean like I see you gotta I see you gotta set up behind you, like but we've never yeah. but we've but we've never played, so like
1: No, I'm fucking lacking, bro. I I don't even use this fucking thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's that's
1: that's hey, the look, trick. Let me show you real quick. This is why I don't use this.
0: Oh yeah. Too bouncy.
1: I need to make a new fucking stand for this thing and then I'll, I'll start putting it into good use
0: oh yeah that's awful
1: yeah it's just like
0: he like, like touched I, the steering wheel and it bounced like five inches up and down
1: like you forget to like tighten up the fucking steering column it's
2: just like fucking jesus <laughs> christ like
1: what's happening with this thing uh, um no i need to put it to good use i've been thinking about it too especially now that i'm like kind of like taking like this small hiatus to like at least next spring to be like well, I need to do something to get that muscle memory in. Yeah, know? during
0: wintertime, just play like you know, play with us. Get on, get, just get on. Like, even Jason, Jason will go on by himself and just play in like random servers all the time. He'll have like he'll have like thirty minutes between. You know, he's like the busiest dude ever. So, like, yeah. Oh, I got I got fifteen minutes between like school and my internship and like cooking dinner and like you know doing 40 other things that he's doing but he'll just jump on and like jump in some random server and play for like a little bit you know what i mean and we're all like i was terrible when i started i'm still terrible like i can kind of tandem i can like i can link the course like most of the time but um it it really does help and i know i'm like these kids that are coming up that are like really good right off the bat right out of the bat i see you man like i see him on discord they're playing like every night you know and it's like you can't compete with that like we're not gonna yeah. be able to compete with that if we're driving three times a year i used to be like that i used to drive twice a year because i'd like want to only do the big events and i like i just didn't have the time or the money to do like a lot of driving and i didn't have like i didn't have the trailer and i didn't have the truck so i was like I had to like drive do there. all this crazy stuff to try and figure out how to get my car from like wherever it was living at the time to the track and like all this stuff and it was just like the thought of all that made me never want to drive and then so like the only thing that got me motivated was like the bigger cooler events yeah I'm, like if you can set yourself up so that you can drive like the low-key ones and just be cool with it being low-key you know and like i don't know i i'm like i'm starting to like find that rhythm and it's it's like it it pays off. Like you get out of yeah. stuff what you put in. 1000%. Like school whatever, you know? Like tattooing. It is. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen like since you tattooed me, like your progression has been great cuz you're doing it constantly.
1: Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. I mean, that's why I like that stuff cuz it's like everything that's in my life, like what we do like the progression is infinite and it's interesting like you said that these kids that are coming up like they're already fucking next level like what's Nauki's son gonna be doing in fucking 10 Man. years you know what i mean like what are these no, kids we're not ready for doing? that no like we're gonna be left in the dark we're gonna be like the fucking dusty old men that are like back
2: in my day in fucking <laughs>
1: 2018 super D grange fucking naoki came made everyone shit their pants and be like like, we're going to just sound like a bunch of crockety old shits in a few years. And these, like, these kids are going to be so good. They're going to be so fucking good. And I, like that gets me hyped, though, because I love that. Yeah. I love like, bringing people in and like helping these kids out that are starting. Might, my nephew's asked me the other day. They're like, one of them was talking to me. He's fucking nine. My nephew, Owen, he's, he goes, Uncle Brian, when I get older, I want to. 240 SX or a Nissan S fifteen. And I'm like, well, you better buy one now, buddy. Cause they keep going up. And you definitely ain't getting mine. I'm like, well, like this fucking kid, these kids, they got like this- what
0: you need to do is you need to buy some. You need to like learn how to trade cryptocurrency at like nine years old and then like get super rich. Cause by the time you're old enough to drive, these cars are gonna be at bear Jackson, homie. Like
1: here's the thing, son. <laughs> fucking get your pennies together. The government's out of money October 18th. Buy as much gold, silver, and fucking Bitcoin as you can. Because this shit's going to the moon, right? Then you buy your S15. Oh, man. Yeah, disclaimer, not financial advice. I don't want to be the reason for your ruin.
0: If anyone (laughs) takes financial advice from something called the Goodest Cast, like...
1: The Goodest Advice.
0: Imagine being in court for that. They're like, so you're suing the Goodest Cast for losing all your money on Dogecoin. (laughs)
1: they told me to invest all my money into cum buckets <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm not gonna lie i kind of did that to josh um because I, I was doing pretty good like in the beginning of the year like the shit was in a bull run like i was doing pretty good in crypto and like towards the end of it i was like i was like yo josh like the shit just took a dip i was like it was like the slightest little baby dip. I was like, you should buy in. Like, this shit's going. He's like, all right, yeah. Threw some money at it. As soon as I tell him this, like, everything just went to fucking hell. <laughs> I was like, he's hitting me up. He's like, yeah, I'm still holding. I'm like, everyone says to hold. I'm like, I sold everything. <laughs> like, fuck, man. I'm sorry, bro. Like,
0: but it like it's like super up today so whatever you never know yeah. man who cares it's, it's gambling it's like don't put it's money ga- it's for sure gambling it's gambling yeah. all this is gambling like day trading fast gambling. fast money on the on the crypto market it's all gambling man yeah
1: unless you're an insider and you have like this fucking guy who's like telling you like oh yeah like all these big fucking whales we're gonna pump fucking this bullshit stock today like You should buy it and like sell it tomorrow because it's gonna crash. Like, unless you have that insider info, like it's fucking pure gambling. Like we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Like dude. who knows?
0: Whatever.
1: You're better off rolling a fucking CeeLo roll for like 10 grand. Like some craziness, you know. What's
0: a CeeLo roll? CeeLo? You didn't
1: play CeeLo? We didn't play CeeLo?
0: No, like three dice. When you guys played dice all everywhere?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so CeeLo, you got three dice. Automatic win if you get four, five, six. It's an automatic loss if you get one, two, three. And then let's say you get a denomination. You get, like, two ones. You get, like, snake eyes, and you get a six. Your score is six. So if you get, like, two threes and a five, your score is a five. So, like, highest number wins. Four, five, six uh-huh. beats a six. So, like, that's just our degenerate gambling. Like, every time we go somewhere, someone's got dice. We're like, dollar roll. Like,
0: what do you mean if someone go. has dice? I've never seen you guys anywhere not playing dice. Oh,
1: yeah. We all have fucking dice. I literally, <laughs> my, my boy Joey Long, he uh, makes a bunch <laughs> of like stuff out of leather and he made me like a little pouch. He makes these little pouches that like hold your dice. I keep that shit on my keychain. Like, I don't even gamble that much, but like, if you want to gamble, Let's fucking gamble. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Sure. I want to play with you guys next time.
1: Well, I was tight. I was like (laughs) this Saturday. I never realized that like, like I've been trying to be better this year and not party like crazy like the night before like a big event. Yeah. So I was like we took it easy on Friday night in Wisconsin figuring like, oh, we'll go to Longhorns tomorrow, which like next day Longhorns was closed. And I was like, fuck, like I blew it, man. I fucking blew it like
0: you didn't miss that much it was like well, okay so for those who don't know longhorns is like a bar that's in Shawnee, wisconsin Shawnee, the the cult town you know the cult sold the racetrack they're the ones that used to own it Wait, they used to own us air what fucking cult There is a cult you didn't know about the cult town what kind of what kind like like a culty cult like they the, dress like, like they dress like uh like amish and stuff like it's wild dude but like they own like a bunch of stuff in town they own like a couple of like, gas stations and they own like a bunch of property there and they they used to own us air they're the ones that sold it are they a cult or are they just amish no they're like a legit cult like, oh. it, there's like a bunch of stuff on it like <laughs> ken gushi uh-huh. sent me the article because we were we were drinking beers at the hotel and like he's like, <laughs> like, like he's like he's like did you ever read about it? And I was like, no. And he like sent me the article, and I read like front to back because it got super. Because we were talking about Simba, had, like told me about it in passing, and I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, Shauna Shana is a cult town. Were like, they like sacrificing
1: animals and I, doing some I don't shit? I
0: think you got to like be part of the cult to like know what happens in the cult. Like, of course. Yeah. That's like I don't I don't know if they're like one of cultiness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, but it's, I'm thinking. Uh,
1: did you see that Midsummer movie? It's like. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it because it's literally spelt like M-I-D-S-O-M-M-A-R.
0: No. Nah, like midsummer.
1: That's some fucking cult shit. That's what I'm imagining. Just some like freak shit, fucking human sacrifice. Like <laughs> let's get weird.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I have no idea, but all I know is like they're around and they're like probably all knowing, all seeing, and like they're like whatever they Hey dude, they let drift oh, yeah. co- drifting come to their town like they're cool with me. Worship I mean, the cheese curd a- god. <laughs> 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 anyway, Longhorn is the bar that everybody goes to. I probably shouldn't tell everyone hey, well, who, ca- who cares. Like I feel like it's like no, no. But like that's like the one bar that everybody goes to. And this year everyone went like it's like you never know which night is going to be the night where like everyone like like it's just a little bar in the middle of nowhere and like yeah. it's like literally like the entire event is like at the bar getting faded uh, and it's
1: like the perfect dive bar like i love dive bars it's just like i literally don't think i've ever spent more than 30 dollars there and every time i leave like i don't remember leaving so yeah pretty good bar
0: yeah i mean so like friday friday was cool it wasn't it wasn't like the last couple years like the one the time when your friend ran in the like donkey mask all the way from like across the bar face first in the punching machine it was not like that it wasn't like the year where someone put dmx on and hurt like <laughs> punch the punching machine right when the beat dropped and it went to like like it did the machine just shattered you know what i mean like uh okay that so year was at, least, crazy. at
1: least we didn't miss out much yet no that the year uh that Johnny ran in with the mask. That was a fucking crazy one. That was, I think, I think the year before that you were describing, that was my first Longhorns experience where, mm. uh, the one you're talking about with the DMX beat drop with hurt. I woke up. So I woke up a fucking 18 wheeler passes. Rah, fucking, I wake up like head pounding and I'm looking at like a house and I'm like, where the fuck? am I right now? I'm in the back seat of my truck. I'm like looking around. I'm like freaking out. And like finally I turn around and I realize I'm literally parked right in front of the bar. Like I slept in my truck. <laughs> and now I'm like, where the fuck are my keys? Like I'm still drunk. It's like 6 a.m. I'm like scrambling. I can't find my keys. I'm calling Josh. I'm calling Tom. I'm calling Chris. Like where the fuck are my keys? Like, and Josh is like finally answers me back. He's like, you have your keys, you dumb fuck. Like you wouldn't give them to me. Like you refuse <laughs> to give them to me. Like, finally found them, like, buried under the seat, like, I was like, one of you has to come, like, you guys got to come pick. like, I can't drive to the hotel, meanwhile, the hotel is like a mile down the road, I'm like, <laughs> blacked out still, I'm like, crazy, <laughs> that, that was my first Longhorns experience, apparently, Josh said I was like, walking in the bar with like, a joint in my mouth, like, smoking in the bar, like, everyone was like,
0: yeah, I remember that, the fuck is
1: this kid doing, like, what's wrong with this person, which is totally yeah. understandable. Yeah. I would've you know, if I was a local cult leader, I would probably um get rid of me. But
0: yeah, you're probably on a list somewhere. There's like a picture, there's like a picture of you on like the cult like bad people board. With, like a little like thumbtack in it. It's like, like this guy sucks. <laughs> He's gotta go. Fucking first on the list. They just yeah. they spiked your drink, is what happened, dude. The cult spiked your drink.
1: Yeah. So I guess that second experience, I don't want to name drop anybody, but we're going to just say a hypothetical someone from a random Japanese drift team. We ended up me and my friend Johnny who had the donkey mask who like ran into the wall. We ended up like having the best fucking blunt session of our entire life smoked with this said member of drift team. And he has not had like good weed in his entire fucking life. Like This dude took two hits and I saw him back in the fucking bar, Longhorn sitting at the table, like contemplating his existence. He was like, (laughs) just flat out not having a good time, bro. He was just like They
0: don't get that (sighs) club stuff out there. They get like some like they get some like hay bale weed. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, like because weed's so illegal there, like you yeah. can get other drugs, I guess, in Japan, but you can't get fucking weed. Like, that's like, oh no, that's fucking the devil's lettuce.
0: Can't <laughs> be smoking that shit. <laughs> bringing dishonor to the country. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. That's pretty funny, though.
1: Yeah, no, that was pretty, that was pretty good. Time. <laughs> definitely check that one off the bucket. Even like members of like our team that like don't smoke anymore, like who used to like, they had to take it because they were like, well, this is a once in a lifetime fucking opportunity here. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like we gotta, we gotta join in. I was like, oh man, this is amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking so good. I love Longhorns. That place rocks.
0: The punching machine's gone.
1: They knew better. I mean,
0: I think they sold. I think it got sold. They sold it or something. So there's it like it's like a new owner or something. How
1: much money is a good? solid punching machine go for it nowadays like
0: no they sold the bar
1: oh the bar not the punching yes. machine really.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think the bar every, everything in that town is for sale i guess man
1: how much to buy Shawna? how <laughs> many <whole> dollars <laughs> yeah, shawana <laughs> for the whole state you keep Wait, saying same. that shawana it's shawano shawano Shawana. <laughs> But you say you claim that their fucking Taco Bell is the best Taco Bell in the world. I didn't get to try it last time. It's
0: like, pretty good. This, this time, I don't know, dude, they must have sold it or something cuz like it was this time I like talked it up a bunch and then it was like kind of whatever.
1: No love. They they lost their love. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. I mean, I've collectively like stopped eating fast food, but I refuse to give up Taco Bell. It's my
2: Yeah, that's it's my it's,
0: fucking vice. The the podcast that julian and i did uh so i did the one with phoebe and then like reset everything up with julian but in between that we shotgun like four beers before we started i didn't like Jesus say that <laughs> like like in like 10 minutes What's the one where michael was in the engine bay the whole time no it was that the one? most recent one. Oh okay okay uh like after that like literally towards the end of the podcast i kept interrupting julian because like i literally just could i was I was I was smoked, and then right after we were done, Phoebe's like, "You guys want to go to Taco Bell?" And we're like, "Yes!" <laughs> I literally smashed yeah. some Taco Bell and like fell asleep in that chair that I was like hanging out in that one time. Uh, and then woke up at like two in the oh, morning
1: in in their room. Yeah, that chair. Yeah, that's a good chair. Fuck it is him. a good chair. What's your uh, go to Taco Bell?
0: What's, what's your choice is cheesy gordita crunch probably of
1: course that's fucking given like you're not getting
0: that crunch wrap yeah
1: so did you ever look up uh taco Bell's secret menu i didn't pretty quality pretty quality is
2: it
1: you, you get a quesadilla go to taco bell get a quesadilla double grilled ask for a double grill they're gonna ask you're gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about but like i want that shit double grilled and they get that shit crispy so it's like that, like floppy dick quesadilla. Sometimes, <laughs> like no one wants that. Like fucking, they they double grill that shit. I think there's a bunch of other weird ones. Like you could put the baja sauce like in any other orientation of huh. taco.
0: I mean, Taco Bell is pretty much just the same ingredients in like different like arrangements. Yeah, like, cheesy you gordita
1: just- crunch with a Dorito taco. There's another. Oh, one. I've had that. Yeah, that's, that's a, a banger. Yeah, it's literally the same thing. It's all the same thing. It's just mix and match bullshit. It's like <laughs> this, this one's fucking hard. This one's soft. <laughs> like, <laughs> they all make you shit your pants. It's, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: you a Baja Blast guy?
0: I don't drink soda.
1: Yeah, I don't drink soda either.
0: I don't drink soda anymore. I used to be a big. So I used to like. I used to be like one of those kids that'll like. Drink like a two liter soda and like eat like a box of Cheez Its and like play video games all night.
1: That was me too. Mountain I was Dew pre- and
0: Cheez Its. Okay. <laughs> I was pretty chubby back then though.
1: Were you? You were a chubby kid?
0: Yeah. No way. Yep. Were you like,
1: were you always tall or did, was that like a yeah. little boomer thing?
0: Yeah, I was always tall. I was like chubby and tall and like <laughs> the dude that worked at the local skate shops, like, bro, you should do like security or something. <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ he said, you're pretty big bro i think yeah. uh it's like dude you, you're getting huge man like you should do like security and i was like mmm. dude this is like li- none of this is muscle <laughs> 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 oh this is man it like, was all li- like two liter pepsis and like coke ices and stuff i can't picture you fat
1: like i can't picture any of you tall motherfuckers fat like you and i wasn't it. fat i
0: was like ch- i was chubby though
1: even still, you guys are like so you guys are fucking monsters. Like every time we like roll up, I'm like, yeah, these are my tall ass California friends. You're like, they "Come, <laughs> they're all fucking 6 foot 9." Like <laughs> I don't know why they drift. They should have joined the NBA. What the fuck is happening?
0: <laughs> if if Julian and I go on trips anywhere and we like get hotels like on the way to places, every time we go in, like someone's like, "Oh, you guys are here for like a volleyball tournament or like a basketball tournament or something?" every time julian's just always like yep (laughs) obviously like what else would i be here for (laughs) dude getting asked if you play basketball when you're tall is like it's like i don't know like i don't i i have like a lot of responses but i like never say them
1: yeah i mean i don't know what's it what's it like to be every girl's fucking optimal height you know
0: I don't know if that's the case. You don't think so? Yeah, dude. I mean, I heard you had like, a good time in Chicago.
1: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do well, bro. I do well. I'm only 5'9", though. There's there's hope for the 5'9 people out here. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're
1: doing yeah. great. Yeah, no, I'm not worried. I, fucking... No, but you see it though. You go on like the the dating apps, and it's like, you scroll around. This girl's like, well, if you fucking, all right, six foot two, just swipe left. Like, all right, like, I'll just wear some fucking stilts then. Like, how tall are you? And the girl's like five one. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like you're literally like barely tall enough to ride a roller coaster. Like,
0: yeah, that one's weird. I'm like, what do you? Uh, yeah, what do you? Yeah. How do I even like no I feel like uh, You want to know you wanna know why short girls want to date tall guys? It's because they can't reach anything.
1: Uh, They don't want to climb shit anymore. They're sick of fucking stools.
0: They're like, why would I get a ladder when I can just date a taller guy?
1: I get I mean I get it. I I like short girls. Like I wouldn't date a girl that's taller than me, you know? That's just me personally. I understand why people would. Maybe if you're like so short and you want to like have children that are taller. You should date a girl that's six foot five, but like me personally, like five two. That's mm. where,
0: because
1: I'm not that tall. I'm like five nine. You know, I don't want to be like a little baby bird getting fed to. You know, <laughs> dude, I know,
0: I know, I know, like a couple dudes who are like pretty short and they only date like really tall girls.
1: And I think that's why. Like one of my one of my buddies, Joey from back home, he's Sicilian. He's like five foot one. <laughs> and he loves tall girls, and that's the reason why. He's like, if I'm gonna wife a girl, like she's gotta be tall because my kids will not be short. <laughs> like, and like I get, it. I'm like that logic.
0: Dude, I love it.
1: It makes sense. I'm like, you know, keep growing as time goes on. Like, yeah. I Me, mean, I'm never having fucking kids because of the shit we do. Amongst other reasons. But
0: are you worried about like the global economy or something? Or like what? Um,
1: I'm not really worried about it. I know that it's all going to shit, so I'm not really <laughs> worried about. <it>. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think I I can't imagine the logic of being like, I'm gonna have children in 2021. Like, honey, let's have a baby. Like, you want to bring your kid into this world? Why? That's a disservice to that child. Like, I mean, don't do it. Like, adopt a fucking cat. Fucking maybe get the real. Kid,
0: maybe the kid becomes a TikTok star, dude. You never know.
1: That sounds like my worst nightmare. Jesus. <laughs> you, don't,
0: you, don't, you don't want a TikTok star, child? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I don't want none of that.
1: I don't want nothing to do with that. TikTok, this and that. I'm a fucking old man. I've, I've literally turned into, like, a rack, rickety old man, you know? I'm like, I realize, like, I'm, like, 26. I'm, like, I have nothing in common with these kids. Mm. like i was like in the beginning of the internet that was like 1995 i was born it was like i literally like was barely like aol fucking dial-up was like just fucking that was the fucking bee's knees like all right everybody let's wait 15 minutes for a website to load like yeah fucking i feel like i don't know man i feel like we're the last at least my generation of like kids that are like going to go and do things that they shouldn't do maybe i'm wrong i hope mm. i'm fucking wrong you know like i see kids riding bikes and stuff still i see them out like on the wheelie bikes and i'm like i get hyped i'm like fuck yeah like this kid just like flipped off some old lady in the road like this kid <laughs> doesn't give a shit like that that shit gives me hope
0: you know kid, kids are always kids are always gonna be Because they have have like, like low inhibitions and low, like, like lots of adrenaline and like, you know what I mean? Like you just, these
2: kids,
0: these kids don't care. Like kids will forever not care. And you're always going to have kids who, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. You're always going to have the kids who want to like push the boundaries of things, right? Like you're always going to have those kids, what those boundaries are. I don't know, man. I don't know what the I don't know what the future of like the ba- I don't know what the future boundaries are. Like I don't know what the future like bad kids are like. You know, what are you going to get kicked out of school for like not using people's pronouns or something like I you know what I mean? Like I don't know
1: Yeah, like what's it going to be? Like I don't I don't know. Like what's that bad kid going to be? Like the bad kid used to be the kid who would like show up high to fucking class and like was I don't know fucking I guess you want to go back to middle school—the kids who were like selling fucking lollipops and soda out of their locker, like, like that was the bad kid. Like, you're like, oh Yo, man, you got another choop the choop like, like that was the bad kid. Like,
0: and if you look I, at it, that was like that was like the kid hustling.
1: He was hustling, you know. Yeah, he had, entrepreneur. Yeah, he he ambition. You know. Yeah, had fucking frowned upon. You know. See, I don't know, man. It is interesting. It's going to be interesting what the future holds in that regard. I personally wouldn't want to bring a child into this world. I don't want kids to begin with, but it's just like it's enough for us to have to deal with like everything that's going on like socially, economically and then like...
0: I mean, I have a lot of friends that feel the same way. A lot of friends. It's more than... I mean, probably more than like 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, I get yeah. it.
1: But then again, I feel like there's so many of these like COVID babies coming out like because no one had anything better to do other than fucking <laughs> other than fucking fucking, you know, they're like, all right, honey, like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe those kids will be like the fucking the shit. Maybe that'll be our future president, little COVID baby. I don't know. hmm. I don't want to be pessimistic about it.
0: I mean, there's a strong chance that eventually we will have a president who was born during a COVID bang sesh.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all for uh I've been Based saying this off
0: a, off a Tinder date, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I've been, <laughs> I've been saying this for weeks now that like cuz Long Island is like everyone thinks like Long Island is like the city, but we're like practically pennsylvania just like off like two bridges and tunnels and i'm just like we should fucking secede from like the rest of the country like if we we could literally be our own japan we don't Mm -hmm. need anybody else like you want to come trade with us Come into fucking international waters in the long island sound like (laughs) bring me some silk and like i'll give you some fucking corn and we can call it a day like (laughs) i don't know man so much craziness going on I wouldn't want to do it like like you got you just got the puppy like what last year like that's a kid that's a kid yeah you know yeah he, is he not like a handful like I'm sure he's fucking awesome
0: oh yeah he's a handful I mean yeah it's definitely like added to the things that I need to do in life and like worry about but I mean like I'm you know I was just like chilling. I was like sleeping this morning and he just like comes and like puts his head like right here. (laughs) Like Like, like, this is a pillow. And and then like literally just goes to sleep. And I'm like, I don't know, could be worse. No, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. I was like, this is pretty nice.
1: Yeah. And like at least you don't have to worry that he is gonna get fucking cyberbullied by like some dude online (laughs) or like, I don't fucking know, like what whatever bad shit happens to kids now, like Someone fucking hacks their Roblox account and fucking I don't know. Fucking uh, my coworker the other day when the the Instagram took a shit. He was like, "These little kids are gonna look at this like this is gonna be like their 9/11." Like remember when
2: like the internet fucking died?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like Jesus Christ! These little kids don't even go on Instagram. They go on TikTok and Snapchat, man. Like didn't even affect them. It's all us boomers that were upset about it. Ah.
1: Who am I gonna fucking argue with about Orange Man and and the Sleepy Guy? We can't even fucking argue anymore.
0: <laughs> Aaron Aaron Levitt said he was like texting, or he was he was picking up a car from some kid. He's like buying, he was buying a car, right? And the kid was like talking to him or whatever. He's like, oh one one sec, one sec, and he like sent a text message, and he's like, you can't multitask, you boomer. And Aaron's like, Jesus, what? I was like, dude, these these kids are gonna be ruthless because like they. Like imagine growing up with like ruthless memes at like nine years old, you know what I mean? Like you used to have to like actively go look for like wild stuff on the internet, like on like eBombs World or like yeah Newgrounds or like all that stuff, and it's like you you'd be like with your friends like on their parents' computer in the living room, like looking if anyone's coming and be like you know whoa like this dude got hit by a bus you know like those kind of videos like dude they just see that stuff like from like f- as soon as they get a phone or as soon as one of their friends gets a phone like, it's just on this
1: live leak like watching fucking beheading videos this <laughs> is like
0: like this kid's a savage bro <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean like like that's the, pretty like, fucked
1: up to think about you know that's
0: i remember seeing like wild stuff in movies and you like it's like a memorable you know like the first time you like watch someone get like hit with a shovel in like a movie or something yeah it's like now it's like now it's like yeah.
1: yeah like i remember like watching cartman like feed his bully his parents chili and i was like damn this is fucking <laughs> fucked up <laughs> like like, I was like apparently that ain't shit nowadays
0: you know what i mean i mean but like at the same time there's like stuff that we got that they won't get like they like They'll never be able to make Team America World Police ever again. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. You definitely can't (laughs) do that again. (laughs) That movie's not coming out in 2020. Mm -hmm. So, like, these... The kids are gonna see... They're gonna see, like, more... It's weird, man. That's weird.
1: Like, Beavis and Butthead, like... Ren and Stimpy, that's a good example. I remember...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching Beavis and Butthead. There's was, like, the episode where, like, one of them has like a grasshopper on their feet fi- i remember this vividly i was like must have been like six or something and like he had like a grasshopper on his finger and like the other one had a chainsaw and they were like trying to like hit the grasshopper with the chainsaw and <laughs> instead he just cut his finger off and like i just remember seeing that like ah! you know like as a kid that's like a lot you know and yeah. then, now it's like kids what like six year olds are watching like rick and morty and stuff and like questioning like existence and they're having like existential crises, like fucking nine years old. Yeah, they're like what is way that too that fucking do? smart.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember like like Ren and Stimpy, like that was like like oh, this is some fucking ass and titties, like <laughs> like how is this even happening on fucking Nickelodeon?
2: You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. this was
1: not for kids. This was for like the dad who like had to watch his kid and was like, ah, right, here's a cartoon, but like here's some fucking boobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, my situation. Yeah, be like, what's uh? You ever seen Beavis and <laughs> Butt Head? I'm like six. No, put that on. Put on Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah, I have like two. I don't know, man. I have like yeah. I have a lot of memories of Ren and Stimpy being like, what? There's like one where like one of them was like living in in a toilet bowl for like a long time and like oh, dying yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like I almost like, and like the way they animated everything was like so like i don't know like dark <sighs> it was very graphic it was like yeah they would like, like zoom in on stuff a lot and like make like, like ren that.
1: would have a saw and he'd be like fucking humping away and you're like what the fuck is this like <laughs> like how is this for children like
0: and they would do like ultra close-ups of like really gross stuff all the time too and you're just like what like I don't a know. toe like a fucking bunk-ass fucking
1: yeah. toe and you're like <laughs> like what the fuck
0: yeah so i mean i guess we're all bound to see weird stuff i guess i don't know yeah i I just hope we get to keep drifting for a while i think we'll be all right i think we'll be good we might have to be
1: forced to trade in our one Js and srs for i don't know forklift engines with like fucking (laughs) adapter plates for like (laughs) z trans or some shit but like i can get behind that like yeah little fucking electronic car
0: yeah whatever yeah. as long as we have to keep doing this like you can't you can't put like a gas engine in a in a horse you know but you can put an electric engine in a gas engine car so we like oh we got some options you could put a horse in a in a car no you can't <laughs>
2: you can't do that either <laughs>
0: well like yeah they kind of did that by like putting a horse pulling like a car a chariot little, little chariot situation fucking then, like sitting on there through the desert chuck along yeah. oh
1: my yeah. god I would fucking thrive in that situation. I want nothing more than to just have like a fucking, I don't know, just a horse, just be out in the wild, fucking pop up my fucking tent in the middle of nowhere. We can't do that anymore. You can't do that. Yeah. It's frowned upon. Yeah. Animal abuse. They're going to be like, nah, you can't fucking do that to the horse. You can't live off the land. Yeah. You piece of shit.
0: (laughs) Fucking. Like, yeah. You're on you're on <laughs> Tinder, like, hey, you wanna come over to my yurt? <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man. I'll
0: come, I'll come pick you up on my horse.
1: <laughs> I'll be outside. There's a, there's yeah, gonna listen. be a steed steaming in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> listen,
0: listen for the hooves.
1: His name's Jimmy.
0: We're gonna be trodden up soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jim, jimmy jimmy hoof jimmy Hoofit. That's that's <laughs> gonna be the horse's name i can get behind it uh, i'm game oh man
1: yo we allowed to take uh pisses mid fucking pod dude how's that yeah. work
0: yeah go for it
1: just like good do it right here into like a bottle just, like, yeah. you know, so. <laughs>
2: like,
1: fucking, like don't look that's like the worst that you've, if you've never been in that situation where you had to pee in a bottle on a road trip like God bless you, because that is that is a dangerous pee. Because not only, like, you got to, like, make sure you don't miss, but as soon as you get going, like, when do you stop? And then, like, you always have to stop too soon, because you've been holding this piss for a while. You know what I mean? You got to, like, pinch one off, and then it feels like you got a fucking kidney stone. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, break your dick to try to take a piss mid car ride.
0: I had, I had a, this girl I used to date told me to do it. She's like, I'm not pulling over. And I'm oh like, Oh my god. She's like, just do it. And I'm like, all right. So I do it and I filled the water bottle. And it was a rental car. Oh man. <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. He <laughs> starts like backfiring. You're like,
0: oh! I, still, ah! I still remember it. Like, we were on a road trip. We were like super far from home. I still remember the exit that like we drove past. It was like coming into Santa Barbara on 101. I like, and I was like, please stop the car. She's like, no, we're like, and she's like, just pee in a bottle. Like, can't guys do that? And I'm like, jeez, I'm not going to do that. Like, this is not going to end well. She's like, just do it. Like, we're not, I don't want to stop. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And like, it was hilarious. It was the story. We don't date anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a rental car, so whatever.
1: Yeah, no, a little pee in the rental car. No
0: big deal. (laughs) That's not the, that's not the worst thing that's ever been in a rental car.
1: All right, I'm gonna pop right back. Okay. All right, that was the fastest PA I've ever taken in my life.
0: Nice. Oh yeah. I don't so even know. I, I don't even know where to go from here, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. I feel like <laughs> I've just been fucking rambling nonsense for the past two hours. Okay?
0: <laughs> no, it's been great.
1: Everyone who listens to this is gonna be like,
2: this "Dude, is they didn't." The mo-
1: even- the least informational yeah no like what the fuck i thought we were gonna like learn about like car setup this and that like literally no no my car is a stock fucking s chassis with adjustable arms (laughs) like
0: there's no secret here brian i i i knew when we talked about doing this that we weren't going to talk about car setup trust me oh yeah Um, no i'm more than i'm more than happy to talk about weird stuff yeah
1: for sure What are you drinking now? What what
2: is that? Mm,
0: It's a, it's a beer that Jason brought over to my house like six months ago. It's probably not good anymore. It's got, it's got a weird funk to it at this point, but
1: he likes all that. You like the IPA stuff too? You drink that Uh,
0: stuff? I will. I'm not like, I'm not like a, it has to be an IPA. Like Jason only drinks IPAs. Yeah. He'll drink, he'll drink other stuff, but that's what he prefers. I'm, I'm like, I like, I like a little bit of everything.
1: I started drinking wine recently, which I feel like is like, oh, oh, I drink wine now. But like, honestly, I prefer that like over anything at this point. I'm like, really? Yeah. I feel like it just like sets me in like a proper headspace where I like uh. makes me sleepy. Like I'm not doing it to party. I'm like, oh, I'm going to like have some wine, like chill and fucking yeah, just have a
0: good time. You know, like, like paint someone.
1: <laughs> oh man fuck dude ron and i'm drinking um some sort of spike seltzer i'm not gonna give him a shout out because you know fuck them
0: yeah that's why i didn't say what i uh, i should yeah, do, i should get like little like good cast stickers for like <clears throat> so I like hide
1: yeah i'm drinking just... good cast fucking spike <laughs> seltzers number one they have eight percent alcohol content they get you literally annihilated buy one
0: now Brought to you by Good Co. Hell yeah. So
1: has anyone ever smoked weed on your on your podcast? Um, yet?
0: Yeah. But you can do it too. I'm
1: Who did it? Lucky. Oh really? Yeah.
0: I didn't watch that one. I didn't
1: watch that yeah. one yet. I, I was just I watching mean, Phoebe's.
0: Phoebe's last one Phoebe's was Phoebe's was a, a good time. That was awesome. Not I I really fucked with that one because it's I feel like a lot of people tell me that was their favorite.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's cool to hear like that perspective of like this person who's been dealing with like a crazy person like us (laughs) all this time. Like how the fuck, like, like you're a real trooper. Like, let's be real here. Like if, Mm -hmm. if you got a girlfriend and she stays with you while you go through this crazy shit, like you better put a ring on that shit. Because honestly, like we're all fucking dummies. Like, like any girl that could like be like you know what like supportive in this like you should you know what babe like do that like instead of being like the opposite that's yeah. a that's rare that is very rare you know
2: yeah
0: that's a good point I don't know yeah sometimes when you're in this situation it's like hard to like look at it and be like yeah that is a that is important
1: yeah you need that because if you got like someone I mean like random example like when I started apprenticing i knew my parents were always against tattoos like i was never allowed to have piercings i, wasn't I was never allowed, never allowed tattoos to, either yeah like i was never allowed to have like crazy fucking hair i
0: was I also never allowed wasn't to, like, allowed to have bmws <laughs> i was like the one car i was like not allowed to drive
1: oh man why is that <laughs> just just german shit he was like no germans
0: no my, my dad had like a he had, my dad my dad grew up with money and so he had like a bunch of like he had, like, a 9-11 in high school, and, like, he was, like... I don't know how much I want to get into this, but he he was... Damn. Uh, yeah, Damn yeah, Papa
1: I'll, Palmer, fucking...
0: Yeah, I'll, no, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. But, like, he... Yeah, he grew up pretty well off, right? So, like, my grandfather started a, a, a flight training school called Sanderson Films, and what they did is they would film flight trainings to become a pilot and sell the videos. And so, like, initially they would sell the reels and, like, send them to, like, uh, like theaters and people, like, instead of someone going to, like, a class and paying a teacher, they would sit in, like, an auditorium and watch, like, you know, a vetted professional teacher, like, it's, it's like, you know, online cl- classes before online classes, essentially. It was, it's like... That's sick. Cutting-edge, like stuff right and that popped off and he like made the right moves and he was like on the board of aviation at one point i think i'm pretty sure but like he dang yeah yeah he was he was Was what's he like like the war
1: your grandfather
0: uh, oh yeah he was yeah he was uh he was uh in the navy he was a uh mechanic like an airplane mechanic in the navy so like airplanes is like his his thing, right? Like that was his life. And uh it's like kinda of hard to talk about this stuff, man. So my yeah, he's he's no longer with us, but he was like my everything. Like my grandfather was like he took care of me not like financially, but just like uh he was like a really solid, like level dude who had like been through a lot and like was super intelligent and uh my, my dad is like a bit of a wild man like um he's got like some in, impulse control issues and stuff uh and like yeah he's just he's got really strong opinions so like he had a bmw once and it like the seat he's like the fucking seat fell out of that piece of shit like fuck those stupid cars like everybody who drives them does not use their fucking bl- He he's like really bad he i think he's Either bipolar or like he's got like a whole lot of like some like underlying, he's got like a whole lot of mental illnesses, like fighting each other pretty much. That's my dad. Uh, and so it's all come down to fuck
2: BMW. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. Uh, so in, in like some ways, he was like very supportive of drifting, and in other ways, he was like, he would, he would try and take it away from me when he was like feeling low or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? So it was like high highs it'd be like, oh, this is so cool. You like come out and then like, sometimes you'd be like, fuck you. You can't keep your car at my house. And all this like crazy shit. Um, like out of nowhere. Like, so that, that was, yeah, I, it's, it's complicated, man. Like, I, yeah, I, I feel yeah. weird like putting this out there in the universe, but like, uh, in the last like couple years, we really haven't had like a lot of contact, but you know, like, shout out for him like showing me car stuff and like you know like getting me into like we used to watch f1 together and like all that stuff when i was younger but uh like as far as me doing what i'm doing it's like a thousand percent on me like you know my yeah when my granddad uh in his later years, like as I was, you know, becoming like a teenager and stuff, like didn't make he was like supporting my dad a lot through like some of his like issues, right? And that kind of like burned up all of his like, you know, yeah, funds over time. And you know, as you get older, like if you're not like, you know, he 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 went from like nothing to like a millionaire, so like you're not like, you don't know how to like. Prolong that wealth or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: I could imagine that being like, if you come from like, so like especially that generation. I don't know. Did your grandfather come? Like, was he off the boat? Like, did he come? Was he like, was he born here? Or did your great grandparents come here? He was here. Yeah. Okay. Because it yeah. seems like a lot of that generation. Like, I mean, like my grandparents were like first generation, like they came over and it's like my grandfather on my dad's side, he fucking shined shoes. You know what I mean? Like they was like, Oh, where's your shine box? Like I have my grandfather's shine box. Like, dang. Like that's like the most humbling shit. You know, I see that thing. I'm like, yeah. Like, was he getting a fucking nickel for this shit? Like to being like, well, like now I'm like, my parents are like doing good. Like, enough for me to fucking live here rent free and fucking be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm
0: very lucky in that aspect. Like get all these tattoos, even though it's against the fucking rules, dude. Yeah. That
1: that was like, so they never allowed that was like, you're not allowed to get this. Like you're not allowed to do tattoos. So like, even like my first tattoo was on my lip. And then like my second, (laughs) I ended up getting on my arm. So like I got this one. And I remember I was wearing like three-quarter sleeves. I got the thing in June and I was wearing like three-quarter like baseball t-shirts and like it was coming into summer. And my mom was like, what the fuck are you covering? Like you're on heroin, Brian. Like, (laughs) like what's wrong with you? Like, like just show me you're hiding your track marks. And I was like, honestly, like heroin sounds pretty fucking dope. Like you keep talking about it. Like maybe I should try some of that stuff. And like, I I think I wrote it out for like another week before, like it was like three weeks since I got the tattoo on my arm that I was like, I got a tattoo. Like, look at it. Like, and that was like, Oh, like they were disappointed and this and that, but that kind of was like, okay, I'm getting tattooed. But come the time I, when I started my apprenticeship, like they knew I quit my job. They knew I didn't have a job, but I knew I couldn't tell them what I was doing because every day I would hear, "Are you sure this is what you want to do with your life, Brian?" Like, like, are you are you positive? Like, is this really what you want? And I knew that. Like, I was already hearing it from the people at the shop. Like, you don't want to do this. Like, you're not meant to do this because there was like that. Obviously, there's like hazing aspect. Sometimes you
0: need that, man. Sometimes you need someone to be like, "No, you're not going to be good at this. You don't want to do this." Yeah. For you to go internally. Yeah, I do. Like. Yeah.
1: No, it's good. It's good and bad. Like, I feel like from the people at the shop when they were shitting on me every day, I was like, that was like the good energy. Like, okay. Like break me down, rebuild me into this. Like, but I knew if my parents, if I had to hear it from my parents, that I would start to get deterred, especially like being like, Oh, you're just a fucking loser. Like no job. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're just going to live at home for the rest of your life type. So I was like, I didn't tell them. And they ended up finding out like six months in. And it was like, Probably the best thing I ever did because I don't I don't think I would have quit regardless, but I just knew it would have been it would have been hard for me to continue to get through both. It. it would have been tough. Like and like I think in that in high school It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah, like they're they're happy now, like they know I'm not on drugs, which they always thought I was on fucking drugs because I'm fucking crazy, I guess. Like I'm like <laughs> like no mom, like I just fucking smoke weed and I drink. Here's a here's a funny so. One time, (laughs) one time I smoked in my house with my friends and my mom's like, you better not be smoking and driving. And I'm like, I look at my mom. I'm like, every time I've driven in the car with you, I've been high. And she's like, you shouldn't be telling your mother this, Brian. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't want to hear this. I'm like, you may not want to hear it. But since I started driving, since you started teaching me to drive, like I've literally been stoned every fucking time. And you have not noticed you have not noticed. So like, clearly it's okay. She was like, this is fucking blah, 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 blah. Just fucking. But that's like the way my parents were. I'm glad, I'm glad my parents were hard on me because I feel like it made me like stronger in that way. Like, like if they weren't so hard on me, I probably wouldn't do half the shit I do now. Like, I wouldn't have to rebel against what they didn't want me to do, which I feel like was the main cultivation in a lot of this shit. Like, especially tattoos and fucking drifting because let's be <laughs> honest here no one should fucking do this shit like it's a terrible idea
0: yeah like, both of both of those are like what are you doing but i don't know yeah. man. I, th- I feel like i feel like tattooing's it's it's harder to get into than people think like my i've had like a couple friends go down that road and like only one of them is still doing it yeah yeah i think I'm i've known i've actually known like probably like a handful maybe like 10 people who are like i'm gonna tattoo and really i only really know one dude who's stuck with it and is actually like successful doing it and that's dope man like yeah that's that's uh, drift drifting is not easy either you pick two things no. that are like very difficult to like get into and stay up with just just like drifting like the bar is always being pushed and tattooing like you know like i I give you respect yeah. on that like and it and it's like two things that are like very much <laughs> how you do in them is very much based on your ability and what you put into it, your effort yeah.
1: that's really when it comes yeah. to people think a lot of people are so naturally talented and this and that, and they don't think like oh this person was born with these natural gifts, which I think some people maybe you got like. Like Julian might be an example of that, where he's like naturally talented, but he also put in the fucking work. He,
0: he puts it.
2: Like put, he puts that's, in that fucking it. work. I, I,
0: like, like, I try and tell people that all the time, man. Like Jason, I remember when Jason was like okay at chase driving, and Jason was just very consistent and not like wild. Like he was like, he was like extremely, like he could put the car in the same spot every time, but it wasn't like exciting. And then he, over time, through driving a ton when everyone else's cars were braking like started to like build speed and like learn how to like slow the car down with angle and like do all this stuff and like I mean he could do it right but like uh he was like he was you know he was trying to go like the pro route and he was like practicing that type of driving and stuff and like dude he just put the time in like you have yeah. to put the time in like you get out of things in life what you put into them like
1: 100 percent
0: if and that's what anything. If you wonder why something's not working for you, may, you know, maybe, maybe either either double down and see how it goes, or like maybe it's not for you. Sometimes that's the case with people. Like, but if you if you put the time in and like you put the time in on the right things, you know, and it's not like it's not just about money. It's about like effort and being able to like determine what things are important to like focus on and stuff. And sometimes that's just, that comes from experience, but like, man, that's so important.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of times, and I hear it all the time, at least at my job, that's like, Oh, I don't know how you do this. Like I could never pull a straight line. Like I could never do this. I'm like, you could though, like realistically, like I could teach anyone to do my job with enough practice and it's like same with drifting it's like you've never driven stick before you need to learn how to drive stick you've never done a burnout before you need to learn how to drop the clutch and like hold the foot brake and like give enough pressure to like spin the wheels and then like you got to learn how to do a donut you need to learn how to do a figure eight and it's like those are the steps to like get to the point where you could go and link some turns of the track and it's like that's not a naturally born gift like no one was naturally came out of the fucking womb was like hell yeah I'm fucking throwing backies in Mahon like that like those dudes wreck six cars in their entire career to get to the point where they have one car that stays together cuz they know what they're doing now it's like
0: yeah i mean if I, you you heard the you heard the episode with phoebe like she was talking about julian used to like wreck cars all the time like when they were younger yeah i mean i crashed like a bunch on the street when i was a kid you know like yeah it, it's part it's, of it and i think it's frowned I'm upon i'm not promoting think, that like, I th- go do it at a racetrack. Don't do it on the street. But, like, still, it, if you're not driving hard enough to the point where, like, you feel like you could be, you know, at least, like, hurting the car a little bit, like, you got to drive past that. You got to, like, keep pushing yeah.
2: that
1: thing. I, I think the complacency, that's what bothers me, like, in, in pretty much anything. Because, especially, like, in everything I do, there's infinite levels to be achieved. That's how I view it. It's like in tattooing, like I see what's capable of what's out there where I'm at. And I'm like, I try not to compare myself directly to others, but I know what is possible. So I'm like, okay, well I could achieve this if I work hard enough and I could achieve that. Just as I watch a video of fucking Nauki and I watch like videos of you guys, or I watch the seize garage guys. And I'm like, I could drive at this level if I work hard enough and I practice enough. And it's like, if you get complacent, in what you do, like what's the fucking point? Like if, if I went in and I was just like, I did my job every day, and I was just like, you know what? Like that was good enough, and I'm happy with it, as opposed to what I actually do when I post a fucking photo and I go and microanalyze everything I fucking did, and I'm like, oh well, this this line could have been like a little fucking straighter that like I could have fucking opened this up and I could have used these colors, and there's always something I could have done. Mm-hmm. which is not like a negative thing. It's just like, well, what can I do to make it better next time? because if I can't do it better next time, what's the fucking
0: point? Like, I think the hard part is like knowing when you're being too critical versus like being critical enough to like catch stuff. you know what I mean? yeah, like I think yeah. I've been work I've been working on that i'll give i'll I'll give you some insight like I've been working on that because, like for the longest time, I was like. I would be like, yo, this is sick. And I would, and it it would be cool, but it wouldn't be like the coolest thing ever. Right. Like in, in my head, I would come back from a run and I'd be like, I was like on his door and then I'd see pictures or video and I'd be like, dude, I wasn't even close. Right. And then on the, on the flip side, I would like do an entry that I thought was like shitty and I would watch it back and I'd be like, oh, it was actually like, okay. But like, I'm not, I wasn't picking out the right things to work on. Like I was just looking at it as a whole. Yeah. I was looking at it from like you know, from like spectator view. I wasn't looking at it from like driver view, you know, or like I'm sure okay, something and like tattooing. That's
1: out. that's interest. That's an interesting theory. Then as opposed to what everyone else is seeing versus like what actually matters. Yeah,
0: I wasn't looking at the small detail like oh I like I entered weird or like oh like I you know like I was looking at like the whole picture versus just yeah all the little steps in what I was doing. And once I started picking that apart it was able i'm I'm able to make like constructive you know changes to what I'm doing and like better each piece instead of just be like look at something and be like oh that's trash you know yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know like I, I don't know if that makes sense but it's no it, it makes took sense. me a long time to figure that out <laughs> like
1: because you can't just write off everything you do as garbage which like i did catch myself doing that for like a very long time and everything I did was just like Cause I'm hard on myself. Like that's, yeah. It's just how I am. I'm like, I, I think there's goods and bads in being hard on yourself. But like you said, you can't just be like that was garbage and not have like any room to improve upon. Like what was bad about it? Like what weren't you happy about in whatever it is you did. And now, you know, for the future, like, okay, if I do this, this time, like I'll be happier with it in the end. Like, and I think that's something, especially when, like, I noticed when, we visited Mehan. I think that was one of the biggest things I noticed was in America and most tracks, you'll see these dudes just fucking gargling each other's nuts in the fucking like you're like, yo man, that was fucking sick. Like we were shredding out there, like that was dope. Like, but you see in Japan, like they're not like getting off a run like hyped about it, usually. Like I saw a lot, like a lot of the girls at mayham like they would go and they fucking take their GoPro and they go into the fucking hide off onto the side and review every one of their runs. Like, yeah, because they're trying to figure out how to get better. They're not like getting out. Like, yo, I'm sick. Like I'm the fucking best drifter alive. Like,
0: yeah, they weren't like swinging their lady nuts. Like, what's up? Like, and, yeah. and rightfully so they totally could. They could because of- they're better than me. Like, they're like so <laughs> much
1: better than me and everyone else that I'm like, like that, like I'm like, what is she mad at? Like I saw people like legitimately sad with the way they're running, and I'm like, why? Because to me, I'm like, that's fucking. But the w- where they're at and what they're looking to achieve, like they're just a little bit ahead of us right now. Like not they're a little seeing, bit; they're a I lot of it. A lot. Their like,
0: bar is up here, and our bar is like here. You know, and, like yeah, chase. They're chasing this up here. But I mean, there's to be nothing fair, wrong with they, that. they like, drive that course like a lot, a lot. So like, you know, if it, the the level should be, you know, like if you're driving that course like three times a month, four times a month for like four years, like you're going to total some cars
2: probably.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like you're yeah. going to get good, you know, like that it, it, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like you get out of it what you put mm-hmm. in, like if you go there twice a, a year. You're going to show up and people who you've never seen before who go there all the time who are like the locals are just going to sh- shred on your face, dude. And these like, yeah, the the Mahon ladies, like the girls, like because Miki is obviously a like killer. Like, Miki's yeah, she's like top tier. Like, I mean, she's, Miki's I mean, she's here. podium, She's podiuming in, in D1 lights like yep. nonstop.
1: Like, like she's here, you are here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this is where we
0: are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Miki is a thousand percent like better than me, right? Like, uh, better
1: than most fucking, I would say probably 99% of the fucking drivers in America. I would say that's a easily a bold statement. Like,
0: easily, I would who's yeah. better
1: than her here? Who's yeah. better than her?
0: I'm not like, arguing that at all. Um, and like, but they, they're, they're, they are there chasing this like very high level and they're driving all the time and they're like putting an effort and like, that's, that's what happens.
2: Yeah.
1: But I think the reason, the reasoning behind it is what's inspiring me because it's, you got these kids now and I can't say I blame them for it. Like if, if I was coming up now and I was just getting into it now and I was like, well, this kid's a fucking, he's a Twitch streamer and there's a famous tiktoker and you're a famous youtuber and like there's all this money to be made like i guess it looks appealing like like why not like you could be this person i feel like there's this pressure in america to be like these kids that are coming up like i noticed with my nephews too they're like did you get any video of you from the weekend i'm like no like i got this photo and i'll (laughs) I'll send them a photo and like oh but my (laughs) friends want to see a video like you don't you didn't take a video like i would be videoing i'm like no because i'm in the moment, I'm just there to have fun. Like, this isn't my job. Like my job is tattooing. My job is to make fucking art for people. And like drifting is my fun. Like if I start to start to stress about what this sponsor has to say or fucking, I have to make this event, then like, it's not going to be fun for me. That's just me personally. Like I'm not into drifting to make any fucking money whatsoever. I'm into drifting to have fun and make friends. Like, so if I don't get a fucking video, and if I don't go pro this, like I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, that's not why I'm, I'm there. Like, yeah, it's not like when I do a tattoo and I'm like, I need to get a fucking good picture of this. Cause I need to post this. Like there's that pressure involved. So I think like as fun as my job is the fact that it is my job, it is still a job. And I think that would be Adam LZ. You go talk to that, talk to him. I'm sure drifting has become a job. Now it's like,
0: you know me, man. Or, like, like not even me, but, like, everybody who started a long time ago, there was no, like, check this dude out, making money, drifting. It was, like, people just drifted because they thought it was the coolest thing they'd ever seen. Yeah. They're, like, I yeah. need to do this, you know? And, I, like, no one was, if like. There was no oh.
1: any other involvement of, like, there oh, wasn't you could be a famous being...
0: vlogger or some shit. Like, yeah,
1: you just did I... it because you thought it was fucking dope in a time where like the internet barely existed, you have to download a fucking video It'd take like fucking a day to upload <laughs> on your computer. Like that, like no one is different. I think you guys are like, since you guys kind of caught it at the beginning of like this golden age, I feel, I feel like you guys, when, when we all get fucking old, it's really going to be like listening to some fucking like archaic type shit. Like, we're going to be going down like a biblical route of like, Oh yeah. Like remember like when we fucking like filmed everything with like a VX 2000 and like I had to fucking (laughs) upload this shit and like chop this video. up Like it's not going to be like how these kids are just like live streaming this and that. And it's like, that's the reason they do it is because of like the attention involved, like, which I understand because I feel like, especially like a lot of people in drifting, like we're kind of fucking nerdy. Like I'm a nerd. I grew up fucking collecting comic books and like into like weird shit. Like my grandpa was a a stamp collector and like, I'm still into nerdy shit. Like I like collecting coins. I'm like a nerd. You know what I mean? Do you buy the
0: ones on TV? Like the, like, no, no,
1: no. (laughs) I mean, I have some of the ones that are probably on TV, but please do not buy rare coins on TV. You're going to pay double (laughs) what they're worth. Do not do that. I think when it comes but to becoming the
0: box set, dude, Oh
1: my God. The box set for four grand. <laughs> You're like, Jesus fucking. No, but I think, I think especially like a lot of us, like have some sort of self-esteem issue to the point that we need some validation. Like, especially as like young men, that's, like that's
0: just human nature, man.
1: Like I'm validate there. Me. Like, yeah. like validate me somehow. Like if, if my fucking post that I post for a tattoo and it gets like 40 likes, I'm like, wow, I guess that tattoo fucking blue dicks. Like, cause the one yesterday got like a hundred likes. Like,
2: yeah. that's
1: just like how it, like, and I think, I think how to people, it's weird, stuff, that? it's weird. It's fucking weird, bro. It's like, but you can't say Cause like a girl could go and like, look pretty and do this and that. And she's going to get validation from like everyone around her. But what validates a dude other than the fact that he's good at something and that that's really it. Like, do you have something that you're good at? can you do this? Whoa. Like, are you worthy?
0: Yeah. I didn't think about that. You know? Like, and I noticed like
1: Matt Petty will always say it when we, I'll, I'll go and look, go to like a, uh, a B group clinic and he'll be talking. And he's like, I know like you've all been burned by a girl before. Like we've all been burned by a girl. It's okay. It's okay. Like wait for your homie to catch up to you in tandem. Like you don't have to burn him on the fucking entry. Like he's going to be with you, bud. Like, and he's right. Cause it's like, <laughs> That's how we think. It's like, if I fuck this up, like it, it brings you back to that moment where like that girl cheated on you in fucking ninth grade or like, like, that's what you think about. Like you have to like get yourself out of that rut of like, I'm a worthless piece of shit. You know, I feel like that's like a common thing amongst us where we're like, I need to validate why I'm here and what I do. And like, I think that fuels the the YouTube and the Instagram and the clout chasing. Like that's like the main, cause if, if they have that, then it gives them some sort of worth,
0: you know? I mean, I would be lying to you if I said that that wasn't like something that I dealt with heavily. Like I, you know, early on in drifting, like I felt like, entitled and i'm like i'm doing this i'm like out here you know like because it's a lot of effort and you know you like you like
1: you have to prove something you have to prove to everyone around you that you're doing like what you're doing like
0: yeah and as soon as i like let go of that it was the best thing ever like as soon as i let go of like oh like I, i i hope i hope this person sees this run you know like i i hope like Oh, I hope someone got a video of that. So like, yeah, like I can post. It. Like now I'm just like, dude, if it was cool, it was cool, and I'm like happy about it. And With I mean, it. it's like it's sick. Like I'm 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 genuinely happy if somebody gets like a cool clip of me. But I'm not like heartbroken if they don't. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I, I think I think as soon as I got to that point, and I and I, I know no, I know it's weird. Like this is recent. This is all like recent like stuff. You know, like so if you still like feel like fuck i want like cool clips like
1: yeah it's fine like that's totally like i i think i just got out of it last year like among my trip where i realized like none of that shit really mattered like why why i was doing what i was doing but which trip were we talking about not that one specifically (laughs) more more alongside the one like just driving i had all these miles on the fucking road to just think about shit and i'm just like yeah. okay if i don't post this gopro clip of what i got from grange like what's really gonna happen like like why am i posting it like i'm posting it because i want the attention or like maybe i just want to mm. post it just so everyone could fucking see where i am like and that's i think that's cooler because i think in yeah. the past especially when you first start you're super proud of yourself when you figure something out you learn a new fucking trick you learn this new technique like you're stoked on you like you should be you should be fucking hyped that you got this far. And I think that's fucking important. And I think it was something that I had to overcome too. Like you said, cause it's like, you kind of like, wait for it. Like you're simping for that fucking media to come out after the mm-hmm. event. you're like, mm-hmm. does anyone got any pictures of my car? Like, does anyone got any video? And like, you want to see it. Like you need it to know that you did it where it's like, I think everyone kind of gets to the point. If you've been doing this shit long enough that if you finally get to the point. You're like, none of that shit matters, but like, you see some cool media, it comes out, usually I won't share it unless it's like one of my boys, like, if it's not someone like Connor Croke, or someone who like took a photo of my car, like, it's not that I don't care, it's like, the only reason I'm sharing is because that's my boy, like, like, I, I fuck with what he does, like, it's more about him, you know what I mean, than me now, where I feel like in the beginning, it was like, me, 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 like, where am I, where, where is this more, or more, I'm like, like, you were saying with James, like, I'm proud of my boy for fucking shredding. Like I'm proud of my boy for making this dope ass video. I'm going to share this video. I'm hyped. I want everyone to see this video that my boy made. And like, that's where I get hyped now. Like I get hyped for like everyone around me. And I think that makes me happier. I feel like genuinely I'm much happier now thinking that way. Yeah, man. But I get, I get, I get all fucking argues of it. Like all the arguments of it would just be like,
0: well, I think what you were saying before is like when you learn this hard, very difficult thing to do and you put the time in and the effort and you go out and you're like linking the course or you're like tandeming for the first time and you don't really get like the attention for it. It like the attention that you're getting doesn't match the feeling that you have about your accomplishment. You're like, man, like it, it, it can it can turn into animosity. Like, why are these fucking people getting yeah. pictures and blah, 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 not me. But it's like
1: Yeah, you can get all down on yourself about it. You'll make yourself feel (laughs) shitty, and it's like yeah, just
0: just be happy you're out there, like doing it, and and like do it for yourself. And uh, I don't know, like it's like the most freeing feeling ever to just not worry about how other people saw your driving. It's like what does it mean to you, and like like feel the high off that feeling, and like don't worry about you know if if people saw it or if people got it on yeah camera like and then like obviously like if you're proud and you want to like show it to your like family and your friends like obviously like i get that but it's like there will be more you know yeah
1: you'll have another chance to impress that fucking hot chick who likes standing <laughs> in the stand, like flat. like like she's not she's not into you anyway bro i'm sorry like she's shoot.
0: probably not into drifting like
1: Probably not. She's probably just there because, like, her boyfriend's there. Like, sorry, bud. Any good looking girl at a racetrack is taken. (laughs) It's a fact.
0: (laughs) And if she's not, you don't want anything to do with her. (laughs) No, I mean, maybe. You never know,
1: dude. Uh, uh, I don't know, dude. You know, when you're like, you know, you're like at the track too long, or like you spend the whole day at the track and you like see some girl and you're like, damn, that girl is a fucking smoke show. And then, like, you realize, like later when you leave, you're like, "Wait, you got like, just like the track goggles. You got like the tire smoke goggles on. Like, yo, I don't even know what the fuck I was looking at. Like, I thought that girl was hot, but like, you just realize you've been staring at dudes all day, fucking.
2: <laughs> yeah, when the,
1: maybe you're when the raci- know. When
0: the ratio is that off, like,
1: yeah, boys be boys be looking pretty when the ratio is <laughs> off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know." <laughs> oh man no i can't i can't knock anybody's hustle though man like if that's what you want to do like if that's what you're into it's not personally my fucking thing but like if you want to make a vlog and you want to be this like famous fucking person i mean you could go for it go try it i'm sure you could do it you know what i mean not everybody could be adam elzin and jimmy Oakes. Yeah. i think like
0: and like i met that dude i didn't know he was famous which one jimmy yeah he's hella nice oh jimmy's the man he's a great dude he was so cool i was like oh like i could tell he it was really funny because i was talking to him it was when he was messing with uh tom's car at Bloodmaster's invitational and he was like i was like talking to him about stuff and i was like oh yeah i'm like trying to learn this stuff or whatever because he had like the link software open and we were like kind of like just talking or whatever and i was like oh i'm palmer and he's like you know, I'm I'm Jimmy, or I was like, oh, what's your name? Because he, like, didn't say his name, and I was like, that's weird, why didn't he say his name? And then uh, he's like, I was like, oh, what's your name? He's like, oh, I'm Jimmy, and then we, like, shook hands and stuff, and I was like, "All right, man, see you later, and then, like, someone was like, oh, are you talking to, like, Jimmy, like, Jimmy Oakes, is that his name? Jimmy Oakes,
1: Jimmy Oakes. Jimmy Oakes, Oakes?
0: Yeah, Yeah, O-A-K-E-S. Yeah, I don't know, I'm, like, dyslexic, so I can't, Pronounce any any names ever but he he like you should see all the outtakes of me doing the intro clips for the goodest cast and like just butchering people's names and then having to like having to like send him a text like hey can you like send me a like voice memo of like how to say your name (laughs) (laughs) i I swear i swear to you uh but yeah he was cool i i'd like i didn't know he was like a like a youtube dude and like but he was he was super nice, man. I, I appreciated that. Yeah. Like, I think
1: I got I don't know. I feel like until I met Adam and I met those dudes that I was like, I feel like I had a certain opinion about it because I was just like it's just yeah, overall. Can, it's not like I can anything. See that. I can see that. At, I'm not like at you like, fuck you for vlogging. Like, I just think vlogs are kind of whack. Like, that's just me. You know what that's I mean? real. Yeah. But like, after meeting them, I understood. I'm like, oh yeah, like they're not as i like imagined like they're not like doing it for the wrong reasons like they're in it for the right reasons this is just their hustle like not my hustle nothing i want to do but i can't be fucking mad about it you know what i mean like
0: yeah there's a place for it there's
1: a place for everything i think you got like people that are just they see opportunity to make money or you got the people that are competitive like that want to win and then you got people that just want to have fucking fun like or and you got people that just want to be a part of something and I think that's why drifting's fucking dope yeah you got this collectiveness of nerds that just want to be a part of something really overall it's just like we have this one topic this one idea that's like yeah let's do this shit and then it like brings together all this all these awesome people from all these walks of life with all this talent and like if you come around and you do this and that like you're just going to open up a world of opportunity for yourself. Like, and whatever it is, like, even if it's not vlogging, you're not going to make money vlogging, but like, like, I feel like now I've reached this point of like, well, since I drift and I tattoo now, people that drift want to get tattooed by me. Most of the people I tattoo
0: drift. Yeah, that's cool. I make money. You gave Julian his first tattoo. That's sick. Most people probably won't know that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, And it's the flying meatball monster from a movie we watched (laughs) when we were hanging out. Big Trouble in Little China. That I barely paid attention to. Yeah, I I don't think I paid attention (laughs) And he's like, oh, that's the thing I want to get tattooed, but he didn't say it at the time. But then you had to, like, rewatch it later (laughs) to, like, see the thing. Anyway, like, I I find that sick.
1: (sighs) So I guess it's kind of lucrative. Like, maybe I make money off drifting, too, because of the people that or my clients are into drifting so maybe like you or know people like
0: people who think drifting's cool and tattoos are cool are going to come get tattooed by you because they can talk about drifting and get a tattoo right
1: like yeah so like maybe i'm like just as bad as like these people that i like hate on for vlogging like at the end of the day like it's just someone's hustle like that's my hustle this is your hustle yeah. like I could respect, like, as long as you're out fucking working and making money, like, I can't hate on you, bro. Like, that's just how it is. Like, especially in this climate, like, no one works. That's, that's been our, in front street, that's been our, like, go-to fucking saying, like, in the past six months, no one works. That's it, bro. No one fucking works. So, if you work, I respect, like, I respect it, bro. If you're, if you're getting out there, and you're fucking getting what's yours, and you're trying to, like, better your situation, like, no one can be mad about it. You can't get mad about that shit.
0: No way. You know? Okay. Like, I I yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta talk about your your like Japan trip and sharing oh, the geez. S15 with everybody.
1: Oh geez, hold on. Wait, pause.
0: a lot. Is this, <laughs> this is kosher. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh man. I don't know what the rules on YouTube are, but I haven't gotten in trouble yet. So I don't care. Like, it's not like I don't get ad, I like, I'm not popular enough to get like ads or anything. So
1: my biggest concern for this entire podcast was, I'm going to say some outlandish shit that I shouldn't say. But I think I like I, you know, generally know like, yeah, you can't say that, Brian, like, don't, <laughs> don't talk about this. But no, I have an idea of, of what we can talk about here. um i'm not gonna throw it i guess so the the japan trip which was probably the most chaotic fucking situation i've ever done in my entire i'm glad we did it because it happened literally two months before covid where we were like october 2019 so like we literally the last time we went there like you were you guys were there we were there like we haven't internationally traveled since like that was the end, you know, mm. and I'm glad we did it at that time. But Jesus fucking Christ, if we could do it again, I would like,
2: I would
0: change so many things.
1: Um, yeah, I guess it really started like summer of that year. Josh was like, okay, I found a car. So James, who runs Donkey Style, me and Josh split a car. I think it was $4,700. We're like, well, that's a great fucking deal. S15 in Osaka fucking let's go. So we ended up like I had my brother's wedding and like the night of they picked me up from, from the wedding, we went to Newark and like flew to Japan. It's like, I literally, that was crazy. Like in that, like I was like literally partying at my brother's wedding got picked up to Japan. So I was like, nutty as is like, but we ended up, by the time we got there, we got everything situated. We we're like, okay, let's go check on the car. So we went, we traveled out. Yusuf like navigated us through all the trains, took us there. Like we taxi like up until like Nauki's old shop and like saw the car. And we we're like, damn, like this thing needs fucking hella work to like get this thing ready for, I think we were driving in like two days. So he hooked up. He hooked us up with, like, one of his buddies, AG, who had a shop. We dragged the car down there, like, did everything we could to get it ready. And I guess it went fairly well. We were, like, driving. The car wouldn't refuse to stay in second gear. So you would go. It refused to stay in third gear. I'm sorry. It kept popping out of fucking third and second. Like, the, the, the trans was just completely fucking shot. You're, like, go and enter downshift in the second this thing would just spit itself out like bleh, and you're just like jamming this thing back in like second gear second gear fucking handbrake would get locked like it was an absolute nightmare like i I'm, i was fucking stoked though. i was like we're at fucking mayhan like driving this track like this thing was fucking it was absolutely nuts like so i couldn't complain gotten like a bunch of runs and then ended up like so we were like we knew like the baseline of like what the car needed. We're like, we need to put a trans in this thing. We need to fix the handbrake. Like there's something up with like the fucking rear caliper. Like we need to give this thing an alignment. Like, so we, know we dragged it back to AG's. like swap the trans did all this fucking shit worked on the thing all night. Like it was literally four days in Japan of like, I thought we were going on vacation. I was like, yeah, we're going to like go and fucking eat some sushi and have some ramen sure. and like
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. have
1: fun. But like, no, we literally, as soon as we got there, it was just chaos, like pure drifting fucking chaos, trying to get this car ready. And like, so we got the car decent enough for Josh to drive at the pink style event. She ended you know, like, he was getting some laps and he was doing pretty decent. So like James and I went out to go get him gas. Cause we we're running low on gas. By the time we get back to the track, the car is fucking on jack stands in the parking lot. And Josh is like, we're done. Like. This shit's like, we're not fixing this. Like, ended up nosing it into the wall, fucking clobbering the car. And we were like, probably the best thing to happen in the Japan trip because from that point of the car being so total that we were just like, fuck this. Like, the outer tie rod snapped in half and like fucking steering racks basically on the <laughs> ground. Like, the car's <laughs> bent in half. Like, now we can have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Was, like, that was like the best thing because I was like, okay, well, now we're just going to like go and fucking do tour shit which was yeah. like, that was fun, man. It was, it was cool to see like what happened at Meihan and like all the craziness involved. But honestly, the most fun I had in Japan was just going out and like doing fun shit, you know? Like fucking, so crazy story. We decided we are going to go to Osaka Castle. We're like, oh, let's go visit the castle. Like, this is yeah. fun. Like, so we're walking down the street and i see like a bunch of pills on the ground i'm like what the fuck is it like so some of them were like in package and like the rest were like loose on the ground so like i'm a scumbag but i'm not like a fucking scumbag so i was like i took the ones that were in the package like i left the fucking rest on the ground i'm like all right ground pills like stay here (laughs) like so whatever we're like walking to osaka castle and i like see the fucking code on the pill and i'm like james google this shit like Googles it and it's like flunetrozepine, like flunetrazepine, also known as rufalin. And I was like, what the fuck? Like roofies? Like, so I think I had like five of them. <laughs> I think I had five.
0: <laughs> and you, you roofied yourself at the Osaka castle.
1: No, no, no. So, like, I, <laughs> as much as I wanted to roofie myself,
0: I, I saved that.
1: You know, I was like, we're going to need these. For the end of the trip. So, like, not to fast forward all the way through the Japan trip, but it ended up, like, going. We had a layover in Hong Kong. So, we, I took them back to Hong Kong, like, brought them through my carry-on, like, in an Advil fucking container. As I fucking, you know, plead guilty to this. I should have probably waited seven years to write my fucking (laughs) tell-all. But, like, who gives a fuck? So, like, yeah, literally bring them to Hong Kong. So we had the layover. there. It was like two and a half hours. So we like went to the bar, had like eight drinks, ate like a meal to like go into like a fucking bear coma. You know what I mean? It was time to hibernate for the winter type shit. Like ate like two cheeseburgers and like fucking wings and all this fucking shit had like nine beers. Like as soon as we got onto the plane, like I took them, I gave something to James, Josh wanted nothing to do with it. So I was like, yeah, I totally understand this. You know what I mean? Literally go to sleep. I wake up. We're four hours from Newark. This was like a 17-hour fucking flight. It was like I went to sleep, woke up, four hours to Newark, took another half, gave the other half to James, shut my eyes, woke up. The entirety of this entire trip felt like an hour. Like to, to Japan tripe, the Japan the, the Japan trip put into like an hour worth of time. <laughs> Ellie, wake up back home.
0: Oh, so you roofied yourself on the plane.
1: Roofied myself on the plane. James roofied himself, too. (laughs) And it was the best decision we ever made in our entire lives. (laughs) I highly recommend it. I think if I ever go back to Japan, I'm going to have to find a roofie plug over there. (laughs) They're illegal in America because all the pieces of shit who fucking do terrible things to women with the drug, they had to fucking ruin it for everybody else here. But,
0: But like, yeah.
1: in all honesty, like... Probably one of the best drugs
0: on planet Earth. Like so you, I don't understand. So you may or may not have joined the Mile High Club. I don't think I did. I don't <laughs> think I. Did.
1: I I think I was too inebriated to accomplish that task. But if I did, that would probably be the only thing to make that situation better. Because honestly, the the flight there, fucking miserable.
0: Yeah, miserable. I mean, it's, it's a long flight. Fourteen yeah. hours. It's fuck. Like plus you, hours. Yeah. It's- like you cannot do that shit sober
1: like i'm sorry straight edge people like you're not going to japan like that's
0: it i've done it i've done it sober like every time you're out of your mind yeah i just got i the first time i went i learned from this like japanese businessman that i was sitting next to what he did is, as soon as he got on the plane earplugs in eye cover sleep as long as you can right as you get on the plane off the rip though like off the like rip, right away me. like don't sit there and get comfortable like and like get a drink or like start watching movies like hit the seat like bedtime go to sleep and then at least like when you wake up and you're on the plane you had like a long nap or like a full night's sleep and it's like it's only like 10 hours or eight hours or yeah. you know, whatever and like just try, just try and sleep as much as you can on the plane. That's like what I learned.
2: Yeah. And I
0: used to not be able to sleep on planes until I went to Japan a couple of times. And then I was like, it's the only way.
1: Like You have no choice in the yeah. matter. Yeah. See, if I go back, I'm going to find some sort of horse tranquilizer that they sell <laughs> in the United States. I'm going to get on the fucking plane and take all it's, of it.
0: It's called ketamine. And I don't think it lasts that
2: long. Oh,
1: fuck. You know, see... That's a
0: problem with the roofie shit, you know.
1: Can't get roofies in America <laughs> because fucking frat boys, assholes, ruined everything for us. Oh, you can get roofies God. in Japan though because they realize <laughs> that no one sleeps. They work so hard every day. They fucking work so hard, make so much money that they never sleep. And the only way they sleep is if they roofie themselves. So they have that shit
0: there. <laughs> you you literally roofied yourself on the airplane on the way back with some roofies that you found on the ground at osaka castle ground
1: roofies ground osaka (laughs) roofies they were in the package though okay i left the ones that weren't in the package because i'm a responsible person okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no totally
1: like the last night that we were in japan james and i couldn't sleep we were like 4 a.m running around osaka like yo, we got to find more roofies. Like maybe they sell them at like 7-Eleven. So we're like, we go, we're going to like Lawson. We're going to 7-Eleven. We went to like some random pharmacies and we're like, every time we go there, we're like, we need like sleep, sleep, like take, you know, like take pill, sleep. And like, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like the closest thing that came, they had like some like melatonin and we're like, this is not going to, I guess we're going to have to make this work, which it did. (laughs) It definitely we definitely didn't need any more than one and a half rupees a person. (laughs) That is plenty to get you back from Osaka to New York. I tell you this. Highly recommend.
0: You you heard it here first. (laughs) I
1: don't know. Like, how do people like take long trips sober? Like, what do you fucking do the entire? Like, if I drove across the entire country not smoking weed. What was I supposed to do with myself? Like, I can't look at this fucking tree and be entertained by nothingness. Like, what am I supposed to do with my time? I mean,
0: that's what I do. How do you do that? Like, I don't, That's so impressive to me. Like, I listen to podcasts and stuff or I have a passenger, but like solo. Yeah. Like I have to like put on something to listen to, or I like, can't be alone with my thoughts for that long, dude. uh. Like get back and just be like,
2: ah,
1: (laughs) See, that's why weed's awesome because you could be alone with your thoughts and be so entertained because you got like all these like little trolls running around in your fucking brain, like projecting mm. nonsense. They're like, your brain is <laughs> full auto, <Idiot>. idiocracy, <laughs> nonstop. <sighs> See, none of my friends like do are like dabblers. Like all of my friends are either like borderline 100% sober or like remotely sober or they. Do everything under the sun.
0: Yeah, like Tom's sober.
1: Like Tom's completely 100% sober. Yeah. 100% sober. My friend Mongo 100% sober. Everybody else, like, I'm not saying they're like fucking crackheads, but like they party. They they're partiers. Like you either party or you're straight edge. Like you can't like.
0: There is no middle
1: ground. Have to. There's no middle ground.
2: Like I don't like where fuck with you.
1: I just don't fuck. I just don't fuck with you. If you do that, like that's just me personally. I think like, you need to know what you want. Like, you know, you need to be sober. You want, you like being sober. Like I get it. Like I fuck with that idea. I like that idea. Like, cause maybe Mm. one day I'll be a hundred percent sober. Like, but Mm. right now I like to fucking party. I fuck with people that party too. Like, (laughs) I feel like people that are in the middle. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of lost. It's like, well, well, clearly you don't fuck with it that much that you want to party so then like why are you doing it at all like you should just mm. be sober
0: i don't know man teach their own i guess i think i think the older
1: i get though i see it as like oh it's gonna be like a once in a time thing it's gonna be like i can't drink every week because by the time i turn 30 like it's
2: it hurts
0: not the too same much. oh yeah. it not i'll tell you right now like i i did like two weddings two weekends back to back and i was just like
2: uh that's
0: rough <laughs> you know like it's just like that's a lot It's like a as you get older i'm like i'm i'm 31 i'll be like 32 in a couple months like it's not the same it's not the same as it used to be you know like i remember i remember the house parties where you just like you know like if you didn't black out you would wake up with like you'd just be like have a headache and like need to go eat something you know what i mean yeah
1: desperate for a water bottle like where are they yeah
0: like now it's like i'll have like two ipas like at night and then i wake up and i'm like Ugh, i don't want to do anything you know like it's it's crazy no i get that i get that
1: i i was just saying like the other day to my girl i was just like yo man i don't think i want to drink anymore like like i'm getting to the point now that i'm like like i know i like smoking weed like i don't really like drinking because i i'll drink if i get drunk I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. Like can't sleep. It's not mm. worth it to me. And then I'll like have a miserable two days. It's like I'd rather just smoke a little weed and fucking play video games and like <laughs> wake up fine. You know, like it's not. And like, I could see myself eventually like throwing away the weed and going straight sober. Like Tom,
0: you know, I feel like, like I could see yeah. it happening. I don't know. I feel, I feel like if, those those like crazy nights are always like a good time and a good story but like you can have a good time not doing that i don't know it, whatever every everybody has their like limitations and stuff like i know i know i've woken up woken up like a couple times and i just be like why do i do this why <laughs> but
1: yeah like this shit you know? hurts like
0: i like, like i've never
1: know? felt that way like going to sleep like smoking weed, like, unless I took an edible or something, like, I always wake up <laughs> fine. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I,
2: <laughs>
1: I had to quit. I quit drinking coffee, like, because I was getting fucking too jittery. So I was like, I can't drink this shit anymore. And then I was
0: got me thinking, I'm like, well,
1: I could quit drinking. I could quit smoking weed, like, if I had to.
0: Yeah. I mean, we all have the power to. Yeah. Some but people think- just have it, some people just have it different where they like can't. Like it's just, it's just it consumes them, you know. I'm like, yeah, I get that. If those it people figure that out and are able to like stop, like, fuck yeah, power to you and like respect. Like, I'm
2: yeah,
1: I respect the shit out of that. Like, because I feel like that's a knowing that you're fucked up, like knowing that like you have a problem, like accepting that. Like, I feel like, like
0: that's heavily if it tough. if it's heavily affecting your life, like it's pro yeah. Like, are I mean, you drinking the power- during the day? <laughs>
1: Like, are you drunk at your job? Like, yeah. Cause I feel like it's on the same point too. Like, bring it back into drifting is like to like the outlook of like being able to critique yourself and taking positive criticism from others. Like to be aware of like that the fact that like I have a drinking problem or I have a drug problem is like on point to me to the point of being like, well, like. That run was bad. I could improve upon, (laughs) and I know that's kind of fucked up mentality. Yeah, but like I think it makes sense in my brain because it's like if you're self-aware, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people aren't. Like a lot of people aren't capable of that, and that's why I respect the extremities. Like that's why I fuck with people that are 100% sober and people that party because they they know like they're self-aware of like what they're capable of. Like plenty of my homies fell off and fucking. OD'd and had needles in their arms you know what I mean Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like they weren't capable of like moderation it was like same shit like are are you capable of like noticing problems in your life and like making changes I feel like that's important
0: yeah man and on that note take care of yourself
1: kids yeah don't take any advice that was given by me
0: if any kids listen to this podcast
2: uh, yeah whatever how not, how old is worse. our
1: audience here you see this is this is important info.
0: I don't know actually, that's a good question. Have you ever run the like the Google demographic like
1: what's the youngest demographic and the goodest cast like we talk so on, like, it's like
0: yeah, people listen from like teens to like like forties. Or like, but like the, the main peak is like around our age group. Yeah. But we do have some like youngins. Yeah. In there. But we get they you know, they can listen to anything. It's all like available. Yo, dude, you can go outside.
2: Look, kid, it ain't
1: cheating if you don't get caught. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but stay out of trouble. If you want to do this stuff, you just got to put in all the effort.
1: Don't do roofies on your way to Japan until you're 18.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Oh um, man. See, like my nephews are going to listen to this and then my sister's going to be all pissed. <laughs> like, you know what the fuck you said? Keenan and Owen have been saying this shit for weeks now. Like, oh you know God. you're their fucking role model. Like, why did they pick me as role model? Like, you shouldn't have picked me. Terrible choice.
0: You know? That is their own fault that's their I pick fucking some, choice i picked some terrible role models when i was a kid too i thought some people were really cool that were like not you know that's just all part of growing up you be like that dude's cool and then you're like yeah as you as you like become an adult you're like that guy sucked yeah you know what i mean so yeah. no offense like but that could be that could be you you know
1: it could be me <laughs> it
0: could be <laughs> me i'm not gonna deny
1: it i think you're, you know i think you're doing all right man they'll look up to me and then they'll be like wow that kid was fucking terrible i shouldn't <laughs> have listened to him at all it's like I hope that's the case you know maybe they'll become a lawyer or some shit yeah man who were those like out of those people for you like a famous person who would that
0: be like who would Um, like back then it wasn't it wasn't anyone famous it was like uh dudes who like lived in my neighborhood yeah i get that yeah like this neighborhood i like uh all right i'll tell this one story like this neighborhood i lived in there was like all the neighborhood kids and they all like had bmx bikes they were, like, they were a bit older. And, like, I would always, like, you know, pull up and, like, try and be cool, you know. It was, like, I don't know, like, three or four years age difference. But I was, ten, like, nine or ten. And yeah, they were that like, was a lot back then. Like, they were, like, 14, 15, you know. Yeah. And I remember I remember going over to the dude's house and he's, like, have you ever heard Sublime? And I was, like, no, what's that? And he put on, like, fuck, what song is it? Someone with, like, all the Spanish in it where it's, like.
1: Oh, I know uh, what you're talking about.
0: And, like, he was, like, explaining to me all of the things in the song. Like, Kung Fu Grip and, like, all this stuff. And I was just, like, whoa, this dude's cool. And then I realized, like, would I, like, when I got older, I was, like, would I tell a nine-year-old about, like, all the, like, in, in-depth, like, sexual acts in a Sublime song? I was, like, probably not. yeah
1: probably not the best (laughs) idea
0: but like at the time i was like this guy's cool dude he gets me like he oh yeah like he, he wants to show me his music you know like
1: yeah especially like back then like three four years like if they were like three years older than you like that was a lot like yeah i feel like when you're in your 20s and 30s you don't really think about like age difference like when you're a kid like
0: that's a big deal
1: that's a big deal you're like you're hanging out with the older kids like these yeah. are the cool kids
0: and usually I mean, I'm, sure, like- I'm sure i've given some bad advice and told some people about stuff that i shouldn't have told them about but you know like little like <laughs> those those like, same that same group of dudes also once told me that like if i want i needed to j- either decide if i wanted to join the neighborhood gang to protect the game to protect the neighborhood and if i don't join if i want to join the gang i have to kill somebody to like prove my uh to prove my like allegiance to the gang and they were all all totally kidding but i didn't get it so I like i literally i remember like i went home that day and i was like sitting in my room i'm like i'm gonna am i gonna i was like am i okay with like killing somebody to like be in this neighborhood like what what if i don't do it then am i like outcasted and i was like i don't think i could do it you know i was like like you legitimately contemplated this i was like sitting there thinking about it as like a 9-year-old kid Dude, I mean when you're nine
1: <laughs> I feel like if you're nine like you're ready to fucking
0: yeah like you want acceptance you're ready to so go, bad bro. you want acceptance so bad you're looking for purpose and acceptance like harder than like you ever are in your entire yeah. life and if the cool kids say you got to fucking kill somebody to be part of the neighborhood gang and it's like this wasn't like a bad neighborhood like I'm not, I'm painting a picture like you know yeah It wasn't really that. I was just dumb, you know? I was just a dumb kid. I love that. (laughs) I love that so
1: much. (laughs) Like, I was just imagining, like, little nine-year-old, little chubby tall bomber. (laughs) Just like, yeah, like, where's the burner, buh? (laughs) I'm about to mow somebody down. Fucking drive by tonight. (laughs) We shoot, you're, like, thinking about people you could possibly kill. You're like... Yeah, my English teacher was kind of mean last week. Like, <laughs> she gave me a sixty-four on my test. I failed.
0: Yeah, they were like, you know, you're gonna have to like, you're gonna have to be like down for us and like all this stuff. I'm like, dude,
1: damn, <sighs> damn Palmer. Would you yep. tell them? Did you tell them? Like, nah, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs>
0: shoot. <laughs> so I, I like, I like avoided them for a couple days. as any nine-year-old would like i didn't want to like say i wasn't gonna do it but i also didn't want to like not be cool you know so i was just like i was like trying to i was like hoping it would go away but then it was eating me up inside because i thought like oh now they don't you know like they don't think i'm you know whatever like they don't think i'm cool and i told them and i was i can't remember what i said but i like told them like i could i pretty i pretty much told them like i couldn't do it and they were like you're still thinking about that we were kidding (sighs) man like like, we were just messing with you. Are you serious? And I was like, oh, and I like, I like bright red, like just oh, like no. skated home, like, like, just like mortified, dude. That's awesome.
1: That's fucking awesome.
0: So if you ever think yeah. that I'm, I'm cool in any way, just think about that story.
1: Yeah. Palmer didn't <laughs> kill anybody because he wasn't cool enough. Yeah. That's like, the moral of the story
0: i wasn't down for the fucking i wasn't down for the block dude
1: what was their gang name Did they have a gang name
0: yeah i don't remember but like they like do they give me like the whole backstory and like how it came to be and stuff like it was like how did it it come to be let's hear it like i don't remember all the details but i remember they like they really really sold it come on you definitely remember you definitely remember something there was like i want to i just want to remember what the name of the gang was that they said it was because it was like when I looked back, like when I, th- when I, when they told me they were kidding, like I just, I was like, oh yeah, that name is stupid. Like that's not a real gang. Like, why?
1: Damn. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. So, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is people uh... who you think are cool probably aren't.
0: <laughs> not when you Yeah.
1: <laughs> <The end. laughs> you think we're cool we're
2: definitely not
0: <laughs> that, there you go that, that's this that's it listen to your mother <laughs> she knows what's best for you <laughs> unless she says don't drift because so she's wrong no, she's kidding. probably right but do it anyway
1: <laughs> if you uh, want nothing but financial ruin and increasingly worse too, mental yeah. health
0: I got I got a lot from 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 dad. He was like you're wasting your money, man. Like what are you doing this for? Like you I'm like anyway, whatever. It's like yeah, I could I could I could pop some shots right now, but I'm not going to.
1: Yeah, you know what? We should just turn this into this shit talk. Who are we talking shit about? <laughs> Yo, people, I wish we, who are we talking shit about? <laughs> They should give it, like, you should do a podcast where it's like, all right, this is, like, the list. And it's, like, everyone who's ever burned anybody in Drifting, like, who's, like, a legitimate piece of shit, just Mm. be like, yeah, so-and-so did this. And then just, like, go down the list. It's just, like, literally be an hour of, like, every scammer that we've ever dealt with on Facebook
0: Marketplace. (laughs) I don't want to do it, but someone should do it. I'll do it.
1: I'll fucking... (laughs) Okay. After this, leave in the comments who burned you, because we're gonna publicly put them on blast. Who's a piece of shit? Who needs to be out of this fucking culture? You're uh, not welcome here. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I want no part of that. Yeah, you I'm would end definitely up on that get list, to. Dude. Nah, are you on that list? <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, I mean, no, not. I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. if i don't know if i've crossed anybody you never know man like some people might feel slighted someday yeah but we need
1: legitimate proof like we need
0: some evidence like we're gonna put the
1: fucking screenshots of like your conversations like yeah in the video
0: dude i don't think i don't think you could do it in an hour i think this would be like this would take like days (sighs) there's so many people who have crossed the line There's some habitual line steppers in drifting. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. We'll do like the tri-state series. Like this is the (laughs) Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. This is the public roast. (laughs) Everybody submit your forms. (laughs) Goodestcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Oh, no. We're going to decipher through everything. (laughs) We're going to pick the best and shittiest people who need to be blasted. Oh, man.
0: (sighs) Yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you. Ha- I'll let you handle
1: that. I'll handle it. I don't want to do it, but it should be done. You know, I could start right now. I have a few off the top of my head, but we'll save Stop.
0: that.
1: No. we we'll are going to save that for the next one. You know who you are.
0: Ugh. All right. You want to like shout anybody out? Do you want to add a password to the end? I like been. I've been like slacking on putting passwords at the end to like have people That's know they listen password? to the whole. Yeah, like if they listen to the whole thing, they send you the password. Like I listen to the whole thing, but like. What the fuck?
1: It like it's like a little token. It's like they found a little pot yeah. of gold at the end of the rainbow. Like, yeah. The password. What is the password?
2: Yeah.
1: Schlinging golden slice out. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, like, what? No. I'm good on the password. My password is send all of your roasted middles to goodestcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We're going to put the next fucking pod oh. together. Wow. Who scammed you on your lower control arms? Who sold you a fucking motor with low compression? <laughs> Send the screenshots, full names. Send me their address uh, and their cell phone.
0: You want to shout anybody out instead of, you, is, instead of talk, talk shit? I'm going to
1: shout out my boy Palmer for, for letting me talk nonsense for three hours. <laughs> nah, man, I don't know. Nah, okay. I appreciate you, dude. This was fun i had fun it's been a long time coming i feel like it was cool we just started being friends really like two years ago and i'm like it's cool yeah. man i got boys in fucking california i got friends in Shawnee. i got people everywhere. <laughs> i love it i love everyone
0: yeah man cool i'm gonna put a password on this one because if anyone made it through this whole fucking shit like they deserve a prize <laughs> I'll uh, send
1: you a free flash painting if you <laughs> are the first to respond. Free giveaway. First to respond to the password Ooh. gets a free flash painting.
0: Dude, uh, for, uh, What's the password? What's it going to be? See, they, you
1: should put the password in the middle of the podcast. No, man. Because if you man. put it at the end, then they fucking just skip to the yeah, end. Yeah, but no, who's
0: going to skip to the end then- just for the password? I'm not going to tell them that they get a prize. Oh, true, 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 true. Also, all right, I, I have it. I have it. <laughs> Let's hear it. What's the password? Os- Osaka Castle ground roofies.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god.
1: I love it. Uh, No, it's perfect.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, I guess. I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to thank my sponsors. (laughs) Blank and blank.
0: (laughs) Oh man. See you next time.